The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Silly old single edit, of course. Who's dead, Alan? No one today. Incorrect. Incorrect answer. data. Incorrect. Shall I give you a clue? Who died? Not Oscar Grouchy, because that was yesterday. Shall I give you a clue as to who died? Better not be me mom. I think you would have ah. noticed, wouldn't you? Ah. You win five points, but you lose. No, here we go. 
Banging on the head drum. You got the look. You got the look. You got the look. You got the look. I'm in the mecca, mecca, brown eyed girl turn blue. But next year, who walks that? When everything I ever do, I do for you. And that go na 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 na. But I'm, I can't think of her name, but I know who you're talking about. The, the lead singer from Rock The lead singer from Rock ladies and gentlemen. I had 12 inches. I had a 12 incher when I was a teenager of the head, head drum banging on a head drum mix. The lead singer has died at the age of 61. Oh, that's nothing in today's standards. In today's standards, that's a poor show. That's a very, very poor show. I don't know what happened. I don't know who the cause is behind it, but that is one of Rock's finest is no longer with us. She'll be up there jamming with David Hendrick. Bowie, Prince, Jimmy Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix, Sid Vicious. And do you know what, Alan? It'll sound bloody awful because it's just too many different musical genres trying to trying to make a cohesive sound. It'll be a mess. She was more of the late 80s, early 90s, wasn't she? Mm. Well, that's a decade. What can we do for you, Alan? Well, I bring news, I have some news for the flat. What flat? My flat. Hang on, I didn't know you had a flat. Yeah, I got, I got me summer home place in Cottridge. Okay, yes. I was locked, I went there to check the post, but somehow I lost my keys and I was locked out. So I had to call the locksmith today to get a new lock. Okay, and well, how much did that cost you? 120 quid? No, it, it's gonna cost the landlord. It's gonna cost the landlord because you lost the keys? The poor lad, you're doing that landlord over. No, it's a housing association. Ah, uh, screw, so I'm paying for it, right. Alright, I'm paying for it with my taxes. My bloody taxes. Is that contradicted to what's happening on Thursday? Sorry? Is that a key factor to what's happening on Thursday? Catherine, can you help? I think he's saying a key factor. I think he's doing a very key clever factor. joke about what's happening on Thursday. Thursday, we are, Catherine and I are presenting a show online that is too hot for the pussies at Talk Radio. It's too hot for any radio station to want to handle it. 9.30... No, nobody wants it. 9.30 to 11.30 on Twitch, Alan. It's a live election special. Late night alternative. TLNA election special. Too hot for radio. We've got video. You'll be able to watch us. We've got, um... Uh, Shut up! Go. Shut your face. We got Chuck Winkle um, doing videos from America. People can Skype in with videos. We got a 2.5 million pounds studio. Our diddums, it's happening. It's gonna be, and we are gonna get the results as soon as they come out at 10 o'clock. The exit poll. We 10 o'clock. We get the results, and we will have them before any of the other idiots out there. Christian Guru Murthy can get stuffed. Did not reply to my tweet. In fact, Hugh Edwards? He blocked me. Krishna Guru Murthy has blocked me. So screw that guy. Hugh Edwards? Sorry? Hugh Edwards on the BBC? No, screw that guy. Tom Bradbury on ITV? Well, screw that guy. John Burke on Sky News? Ah. So, uh, it's going to be me, Catherine, and it's going to be you guys, twitch.tv slash Ian Lee. It's free. You don't really need an account there. It helps if you've got an account because you can type in the chat. But it's free. But remember, Catherine and I will not be getting paid Thursday or Friday or from the end of March. So if you want to chuck a few quid in the in the hat on Thursday, I'm not going to say no to you. Tax free. Tax. Well, no, no, no. We declare that shiz. 
Um, so people, if you want to, but otherwise it's free to watch. I'm hoping we can break 129 viewers. That would be my dream. And it's going to be a great show. 9.30. So 9.30, it's preamble, the hors d'oeuvres, if you will. 10 o'clock, the re- we get the, the amble. Res- we, the amble, we get the results in. That takes about 15 minutes to do that. Then from quarter past 10, uh, till half past 11, it's an analysis, top analysis. And I'm going to be finding, vi- I'm going to be finding a swingometer online that we can use. Going to be finding some images that we can use. It's mm. going to be very visual, very visual. Based. Very 2020. Very 2020. So we're actually ahead of the curve by, by, by about three, three weeks. Months. Weeks. Weeks. Hope that answers your questions, Alan. Your breathing was actually making me feel nauseous and I got a little bit sick in my mouth because Oof. of you. Because of you. Um, Luke! I'm Luke. Hi. Sorry? Hi. Hi there, Luke. Hi, Hi Luke. You're Sorry. welcome. You're I'm... live on Talk Radio. Here's, can, can we all play a game tonight, guys? It isn't. It isn't. Okay. We're getting there, but it isn't. Let's all pretend tonight is the last show ever, right? So if you've been wanting to phone up over the last four years and you go, well, let's let's pretend tonight is the last show, okay? So what we're talking about is knees to chest, knees to chest, knees to chest. Come on. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Because in this ever changing world in which we're living, we just don't know. Lukey baby. It's funny you should say that because I'm a first time caller. Are you a long time listener? I've got to get the bell out. Uh, what would you define as long? Uh, a year plus? Have you been listening for a year plus? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Jesus. You should have the bell out at all times. No, well, I just think people should... That's preemptive. Flag it up. It's in here, I can hear it. I can hear it jangling. Ding! Hey. So, yeah, um, I am calling because... I unfairly called you out on Twitter yesterday. Hey, it's Lucas. Lucas, Lucas. Hey, man. Thanks for calling. Hey. Yeah. Um, literally, the point of this call is to get it over with, because I wanted to, to call in for a, a while, just to see, you know, what it was like. Thank you. And to also apologise for being a dick. <laughs> oh. You weren't a dick. But listen, apologies accepted. For those who missed it, uh, Lucas called us... Well, didn't call, didn't call us out. Lucas highlighted that perhaps some of the language we may have been using might have been upsetting to people. Unfairly. So we... we uh, yeah, well, but, but... Yes, it wasn't fair. Uh, so we had, it prompted a very nice discussion, and then it turned out, actually, we hadn't said that, and you'd only been half listening, so screw you. You weren't a dick. Yeah. But I think the lesson that we have learned, uh, that, that I'm constantly learning, is be aware of what I say. And I think the lesson that I, I'm hoping hoping you take away from this and the other listeners take away from this is is if if you've not heard the whole conversation then you know kind of just just hold off a little bit because it's it's too important i was thinking about this today actually look i'm so glad you called in and thank you apologies accepted the slate between yourself and ourselves is completely yeah. wiped clean it's not we not only wiped it with a a board rubber we've also got a wet cloth and we've soaked oh. that thing and it's we've we've, we've wiped it a bit of well, a little bit of dettol which i think was taking it too far but it smells magnificent um so whatever i can't even remember what the point i was making was is so how you we doing can i hug are we allowed to hug is a hug appropriate i would a, a bit uh, yeah let's go for it i'm hugging here we go i'm hugging i'm, I'm sending the hugs over too man i'm um hold on do i have to there we go that's there's the release release that's what it's all about isn't it nice saying just saying sorry and stuff and getting stuff out yeah man i feel like it was gonna eat at me a little bit if i hadn't so i wanted to get it out there. it's done it's done it's dusted um, you got it out. We saw it. We appreciated and we it. We asked you to put it back as quickly as possible, please. Beautiful. That's, that's <laughs> literally yeah. all I had. Look, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna cut you off if that's okay. Oh, that's there good. we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very 
very welcome to. It's going to be um, like an angry shag tonight's show. The, 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 you know, the different kinds of, of, of intercourses. There's the, there's the making love. There's the F. There's the kinky fun and games. You just get the, the suitcase out of the cupboard. Kids are away. You just get the suitcase out of the cupboard. Oh, gosh, we had a kids are away story yesterday, didn't we? Sorry? Kids are away, A&E. What? Barbecue tongs. Oh, we did, yes. Yeah. I thought you were talking about us. I was thinking, what? What? No. Um, there's also one of the greatest intercourses people can have is the angry I think I've ever had one of those. Oh, come on, come on. Not when the other party was aware of it. <laughs> tonight's, show is a, tonight's show is an angry F. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm in a lousy mood. Mm. I'm in a really lousy mood. Not in a mood. It's, what I mean is it's going to be a great show. Oh, it's going to be... Energetic. Oh, I'm feeling a very nice philosophical discussion on Twitch earlier on with David Babcock. What? Sorry? There's a sentence I didn't think I was going to hear Very nice philosophical dis- discussion while we were playing Call of Duty. We were so sick of the killing in Call of Duty that we went and sat on a rooftop and looked at the sky. Oh! And I talked- missed that because I went to the toilet. Okay, we went and sat on a rooftop and looked at the sky and talked about uh, the, the, the very weight of existence and how sometimes it would be nice to be relieved of that way. That's what I was doing. And then, and, 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 and that when we talk about sometimes wishing we were dead, it, it, it's not, it's not the same as saying, I'm going to kill myself. It's a very different thing. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's wishing for there to be nothing. Uh-huh. Not, I'm going to take, I'm not going to commit suicide or kill my, jump off a thing. It's, it's opting out. Opting out. There's a great line in one of Marnie's new songs. Um, what is it? Which, which song is it? Uh, I'll, I'll find it later. But um, come with me to the coma clinic. We'll be set free at the coma clinic. And it's this thing of just wanting to be able to switch off for a week, three months, six months, forever, but not cause the pain of actually being dead, cause that pain to other people. And this thing is a really interesting kind of thing, and David and I were chatting about it, and then some scumbag, some a-hole, uh, sniped us from, uh, from another building. Well, yeah, but that was only virtual, disappointing. Anyway, so today has been, for me, oh man, I'm, there's uncertainty about what's happening here, right? And I am shitting myself about money, about paying my maintenance and paying my mortgage, because those two things combined, actually quite quite a bit of cash that I'd need to find every month. And, and, and with work here looking uncertain, or certainly looking like it may evolve if indeed it does continue, um, it's, it's a real worry. I'm aware I'm in a much more fortunate position than a lot of people, and I'm aware you're, some of you are going, shut up, man, I've, I've been there, man, I'm there, I've been there, you know what you're talking about. That's fine, but, you know, someone someone says, yeah, but I'm, you know, my mum my, my died yesterday. It's not comparative. Everyone's, everyone's li- pain is their own pain. Exactly, you're at the limits of your experience. Everyone's... Anxiety and fears are their own. And it's okay going, well, yeah, the kids starved in Africa. Okay. But that doesn't have any impact on the situation of me worrying about money. So, so it's been really an- anxious. And I, I, I stayed up quite, quite late last night playing video games. And then I got up late and I got up for a couple of hours. Then I went back to bed. I'm doing a lot of sleeping at the moment, which is not a great sign of my mental health. And I I'm trying not to bang on about it too much on Twitter, because people will go, oh, you give a get over it. Oh, you, you, you top yourself, it's boring. They won't, but that's how I perceive it. Um, so there's there's a lot of anxiety, and I kind of had a, a, a phone, phone you up when I got 
parked up, I started having a panic attack. Panicking about, I might have to sell my house. I might have to at some point. I might have to at some point. Um, but I don't have to for, for a few months. I've got a few months breathing space. More than a few months breathing space. But this is where it kind of goes to me. So I've been like very depressed and very down and, um, you know, we're not in Thursday and Friday and yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then without breaking any confidences or going any, into any details, um, I had a massive row at work tonight. Sam knows because he heard it through the walls. I'm not going to go into any details. It was with my boss. I can say that. But I was going to say it's private, but I think everybody on the floor, I think Rupert probably heard it upstairs. Um, but I had a massive row. Um, you know, and here's the thing. I used to be like that all the time, like 15 years ago. I haven't had a row like that. Have you ever seen me have a row like that before? There might have been one at Three Counties. Might have been one. Okay, so I've not had a row like, like that. Like one, though. I've not had a row like that for six, seven years. Um, and before that, probably a couple of years before. You know, so it's, it's kind of a, 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 an irregular... No, I mean, we've had Barneys, thing. but nothing like that. Oh, no, nothing like no, nothing like that. You know, it was... Um, I'm not going to tell you. You can kind of guess sort of what it was about. I'm not going to go into specifics because that will be unfair. I don't have permission from the other person to do that. But you know, this is a show that is based on honesty. And I'm saying as much as I know that he will be comfortable with me. So he'd probably be comfortable with me saying quite a lot of it. But, I'm, but, 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 um, so I'm in like a, I feel alive. I feel a proper shouty. No, F you. Don't speak to me like that. Speak to you, speak to. But I'm also wearing wearing a silly Mike Love T-shirt, and I had crumbs all down me because we've been to the pasty shop in the station. I know, I crumbs all over me. I didn't finish mine. And I was trying to sort out getting my Sky Bill uh, reduction online using the chat thing. So it was it was nice. But a good ten minute shout. You heard it through soundproof walls, Sam. I've apologised to some gentlemen in the studio. I don't even know who they were, but some guys in the offices. I'm sorry uh, to. You, sorry, they were just that. typing it up for the sun. <laughs> Well, well, if it, if it gets old, we know who you know who. It was. <laughs> um, why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this in the spirit of honesty. Um, because it, because it's the underlying energy of the beginning of the show. It will fuel the tone of the show for the first hour and a half at least, possibly the whole show. And I will constantly during the break say to Catherine, who was sat right there, was that too much? Did I, was it was it too much? And I, and and actually no, my arguments were fair the way i put my arguments across were unfair and i said that at the end we we, we both apologized to each other and i said look i stand by what i said but i don't stand by the way that i said it it's passion it's passion it's passion it's what's all about so i'm happy why am i saying this i'm, ha- I'm saying this because it's a spirit of honesty and this is how this show works is, is that we are we are very honest i was going to say we don't come into this this show and we haven't done this show just as a kind of we turn up we go to work we go home we forget about it this mm. show's been our life of about N- four, four years, years right four and years. we feel like we've been growing something quite important and we're really proud of it so of course things are going to get passionate if anybody's got a radio station wants to give us a job please don't <laughs> that's, that's actually genuine it's actually genuine and serious it's actually genuine <laughs> And serious. I don't care. I'm really holding off tweeting other radio stations then, guys. But, so, the point is, 
we could, you can be a phone if you want. R- arguments at work, I will happily take that. 03444991000. Um, uh, what's caused you sleepless nights? I, anything, any phone, any topics in there that you can hear floating around, I will happily have. It's going to be a fun show tonight. It's going to be a great show tonight. Uh, you know the score. You can call in about anything. I tell you what, if you're one of those idiots, uh, one of those Mike Graham idiots, you know the people that listen to Mike Graham show? The idiot all, ones, they're yeah. All, they're all idiots. And uh, the people that listen to the Julie Hartley Brewer show, again, are all idiots. If you're one of those idiots that thinks that picture of that kid on the floor was faked, um, could you give me a call? Because I noticed there was a video retweeted, or a video tweeted from Talk Radio, I didn't watch it, but of Julia's show, talking about the picture of the boy on the floor. And all of the comments were, yeah, but it was faked. Uh, yeah, but that was fake. We know it was faked. I'm intrigued. The flat earthers are winning. There's, there's, there's a very fine line. You may think it's a huge line. There's not. There's a very fine line between those people that think that picture of that boy on those uh, cakes, those uh, coats was faked, and flat earthers. Very, very fine line. You tell me that picture was fake now. No, I'm not. I saw, <laughs> no, I saw, a, thre- I saw a thread about it earlier today, this yeah. morning when I woke up, and it seemed to be the same message being copied and pasted yes. and sent from various yeah. Twitter accounts. It's, it's, Always it's, the it's same. It's been traced back to one Facebook account, and that person says that her account was hacked. So, um, I'd love to speak to you if you're one of those people that thinks that picture of that four-year-old boy in the hospital on the coats was fake because I'd love to know why. I mean, the, the hospital talked about in the it. copied and pasted, well, no, the one that's been copied and pasted into the I am a nurse at X yeah. hospital doesn't exist. Right. But the hospital have, have acknowledged that the this hospital the itself is real. have acknowledged it's yeah. real, that, and it happened, yeah. they've apologised. So, if you're, and, I, and I'm guessing that not many of those people will be listening to this show. Because this show attracts a slightly more sensible caller. Nigel, I'll come to you in a minute. But if you are one of those idiots that listens to Michael Julia's show and you think that picture was fake, could you explain? I just want to, I just want to peek into your effed up mind and, and, and try and get some form of understanding. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. Let's do it. Good evening, Nigel. Oh, well, good evening. Good evening, Ian and Catherine. You're oh. on speak at the moment. Echo. The echo. Yeah. Uh, I was, uh, I've got my karaoke machine here for a change. Okay. I was, I was Have you positioned the karaoke machine in the part of your house where you can get a phone signal? Yeah, well, I can hear you clearly now. So it should be, should be okay. Okay. Um, what have you got for us? Yeah, it's raining still, I'm afraid. Raining. Don't be afraid of the rain, I love it's the rain. It's raining men, it's raining. Well, if it's raining men, you'd be careful, because that'll have your eye out. That'd be yeah, awful yeah. as well. Imagine the I, mess, I just all those men slapping and smashing into yeah. the concrete. It'd be a bloody mess. Mm. Literally, I'm not swearing. <laughs> I was watching a bit of porn the other day. Oh. We don't need to know about that, Nigel, oh, I don't sorry. think. Oh, no, it was a joke in it, but it don't matter. Yeah, I don't, th- yeah. Um, the, the song Nigel's Time, I've got the actual record here, because, uh, you know, I told you that some of Kylie Minogue's friends came to re- video, record it at my house. And, um, I told you, didn't I? Yeah. And it was a proper recording, uh, made, put on, to put on iTunes and everything, but, I, I, I know, I, it went on YouTube, but I never got it released on iTunes yet, but I still chance of doing it, but, um, it was, it was finished in the studio, proper, there was a joke as well, you heard the songs, didn't you? 
Well, hang on a second, stay there, Nigel. Who's this Brian, where's Brian Drew talking about? Who's this Brian Drew on Twitter? This show used to be so much thing, fun. The best thing I ever heard on radio. Now you're just being politically all the time. We come here to escape that, right or left? Don't. Can't, what? What are you on about? What, what are you on about, Choco Warrior, you absolute melt? What, what did we do that was political today? Hang on, hang on, hang on. What did we do? What, what's his name? Choco Warrior. Okay, what's his picture? Of um, him and a lady. Is it a real person? Yes! Huh. What on earth are you t- What are you talking about, you absolute melt? Also, here's the thing. We haven't done any politics tonight. We hardly do part. Are you serious, Choco Warrior? What's <laughs> a divvy? What divvy? Also, switch off if you don't like it, you piece of trash. This is the show. This is the show we're in. We're in. We're doing it. I'm going to... What are you on about, you melt? This is it. Jesus. Brian Drew. Doing a poo. Choco melt. Yes, and Nigel. Then, Sorry, Nigel. I got distracted there by a bell end. Yeah, Brexit time again. I, no, he's right. We are doing politics. Okay. <laughs> what, what, Incisive. I'm, I'm, I'm what do you want to talk about, Nigel? Right. Okay. okay. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. No. Shall I do the phone then? Yep. Please. Quickly. Pardon? Quickly, yes. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll put it. I've just got to press the knob in. There you go. It's just Nigel's time. This is the original awful. record. I'm, I'm going to sing to it, though. When it, when it just comes right. Here we go. It's going to sound awful. Tuning in, calling up, talking to the nation, sing a song, melody. For your adoration, late. Maybe the show has run its course. I've got to do a bit of uh, admin because of him. What did he say? Do you know what he said? He mentioned who he was going to vote for. Oh, I didn't hear. What do I need yeah, to say to get right, Sarah? I'm going to find out who else is standing. Find out. I didn't hear that, otherwise I would have dumped it. My apologies. Sorry, I do apologize. That's all right, no, I, should, I wasn't paying attention. Don't worry, guys. We're going to get us out of this little political hole that we're in. Oh, Thursday. We'll do it over his song, to serve him right. Thursday's show on Twitch is going to be completely free from these rules. Okay. Helen Grant for the Conservatives, Jeffrey Stewart for Greens, Kenwood Yolande, uh, sorry. Helen Grant, Stuart Jeffrey, Yolande Kenwood is independent, Dan Wilkinson, Labour, James Willis, Lib Dem. There we go. Thank you very much indeed, Catherine. But I, I didn't hear that, otherwise I would have dumped it. Maybe just... Um, maybe the show has run its course. Maybe it's time to go and do something else. Maybe it's time we split up. It's time to, to break up the band. Let's go out. Let's go out on a high. Let's kill all of the callers and then kill each other. I don't want to die. Well, I'll kill you first I've then. I've got stuff to do. Okay. Kat's been spayed. She's going to need cleaning. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's, maybe we're done. No. no, we're not, Nigel, but thanks for your call. Right, let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Good evening. Good um, evening, Paul. You both. Yeah. Um, you, you, you said those three words, arguments at work, um, and that's kind of inspired me to call. Go on. And, tell you my story um as you know from the first time i called you when you were absolute i used to live in malaysia um i was there um in an orchestra from 1998 until um until i was pushed out um <clears throat> and i got the news on the first day of my honeymoon in 2012 oh no uh, yes um i was one of seven and this is all a matter of public record so yeah. I, you know uh, I was one of seven, and we, we took them to court, um, because after 14 years with that orchestra, 
Um, I expected, you know, we got long service bonus, loyalty bonus. Yeah. And you didn't get any of that. that well, no, we, we did get all of that. Right. And then all of a sudden they, they send me a letter. They sent us all a letter saying end of contract and giving us six months notice. <gasps> um, so uh, we took them to court and lost. Um, I think, well, you know, we were up against a company that is responsible for more than 50% of Malaysia's entire GDP. So I think in an environment where money can travel quite loosely, a result like that was expected. But, you know, you do your best. Um, <clears throat> my first out of work was my birthday that same year. Um, but the legal action obviously spilt into 2013. And I left, well, my, myself and my wife, we both left with uh, what we could carry in uh uh, an economy class plane ticket because obviously I wasn't receiving a salary after after they'd booted me out and we kind of exhausted our savings and whatnot. My wife had a uh, very successful restaurant there that we had to sell and stuff. Um, things were not great from 2013 until no, from 2012 when I lost my job mm. until uh, 2015. Uh, but the reason why I am calling, and I, basically this is to tell you both, never, never, ever lose hope. Because I believe in what you guys do with all of my heart. I think your show is more relevant to life, the universe, and everything than pretty much anything else I hear on the radio. Oh, God, Paul's dying. Oh, that's getting deep. He's <laughs> <laughs> literally on his deathbed. Imagine this is his final word, talking to these two idiots. <laughs> Jeez. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I, rem I distinctly remember there being days when I would open my diary and there'd be a sea of, of snow, just nothing in there at all. And, you know, the end of the month's coming up and I've got to meet all of these, you know, bill payments and whatnot. And then out of the blue, quote unquote, as if by magic. But... Um, as a result of my, that experience in that time, I, I do not believe in coincidence anymore. Um, I strongly believe that if your will is strong enough, things will happen and they'll happen exactly when you need them to. Because I never missed a deadline. I never missed a payment. I, I distinctly remember I was sat in an airport looking at my diary absolutely empty thinking, what the hell am I going to do? And then I, I, I checked my email and I had an, uh, an offer for three months work. Mm -hmm. Just like that, out of nowhere. Bizarrely, all of that work disappeared, but what came in its place was incredible and much more um, enriching for me as a musician um, and was a much more important step for me to make. Despite how bad things seem... Yeah. There is always, always hope. And my situation now is, is fabulous for myself and my wife. Now, well, listen, I always love talking to you, Paul, and I didn't reply to your text the other day. I gave Paul my number the other day. We were going to have this chat off air, and I didn't reply to it because I've just not wanted to talk to anybody. Right? I understand. Um, uh, but you know you know me. Stay Trying to stay positive. Man alive, that's one, <laughs> that's one of the hardest... Yeah. Things in the world for me, I, for a lot I of people. Understand. But I'm, I'm. There's no glass half empty, half full. The glass got smashed years ago. Yeah, I understand that. And I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. Well, don't know how you honestly, do it. in retrospect, I don't know how I did it either. 
it, it's it's the hardest thing I've had to go through as a human being, and probably for my wife as well. Um, Some days it's just about honest. carrying on, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We're both stronger for it now, for sure, mm. and but mo- much more grateful and happy. You know. but I th- how many times do I, do, do I have to go through this? Because I thought I'd gone through this four years ago when I got the sack from the BBC and, yeah. and didn't work for months and, and, you know, was 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 sacked unfairly. So I thought I'd done it. Have I got, have I got to keep doing it? We don't know what's happening. <laughs> but that's the thing, you see. Oh, <clears throat> I heard from you about the situation and my first thought is in every single moment, mm. possibility exists exists in an infinite way. And I think, uh, personally, I think the only way that that, is, that possibility is limited is by your, our own imagination. <coughs> um, and I, I, I understand that you are in a, a very dark place right now. I understand that. But um, look to the light because it's still there. Have you ever considered becoming a Buddha? Like, you know, like, not like a Buddha, but you know what I mean? Like someone who's, who sits on a cushion... Um, I want the, the, uh, and, and people and dispensers like a, a, a guru, a, a guru. guru. <laughs> I consider being a guru. I well, I sit on a cushion and I hit drums. Does that count? I suppose so. I suppose. I, I suppose. So was, we were saying this yesterday. It's all vibes. Air, and we didn't say this on air, right? And I, this is, Paul, you 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 you're a drummer, right? You're you're a percussionist, a timpanist. Um, don't you think it's amazing that oh. Ringo Starr's son is now the drummer for the Who? Do you ever think about that? The child, do you ever think about that? I think about that a lot. That the son of the drummer from the Beatles is now the drummer in the Who. Yeah, that's cool. I think about, maybe it's only, if anybody else thinks about that a lot, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I can't get that thought out of my head. The son of the drummer from the Beatles is now the drummer from the Who. And do you know who taught him the drums, Catherine? Um, the drummer from the Beatles. No! The drummer from The Who. Keith uh, Moon was like his godfather, and he taught uh, Zach Starkey right. the drums. Okay. It's a, it's a world. And I suppose when... So he, he's the natural heir, then, to yeah, the drum kit. Yeah, so when you think of it like that, Paul is right, anything is possible. Yeah. Well, yeah, if your dad's a drinking body with one of the most famous drummers in the world, yes, it is. Well, I've, got a, I've got another one for you, actually. Yeah, go on, go on. My, my like timpani professor, when I was at college, his yeah. brother was the drummer of The Clash. No! Who's the, yeah. what was his name? The, the, the Topper Hedden, was that the drummer? Oh, I can't remember. I don't know, really know The Clash. But, surname Chimes. Chimes? Chimes. 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 Gosh, <laughs> it's not fitting. Chimes. Um, Tony Chimes? Chimes? Uh, this I couldn't tell you. Okay, I'm glad, okay. If anyone knows the, the if anyone knows the first name of the drummer, Chimes. Wind. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, my neighbour hasn't found out we've got a cat yet and he's going to be furious, oh. right? But I went in the back garden yesterday and I realised that he's got a bigger menace in his garden, so if he starts throwing stones... What's he got? Wind chimes. Oh. And they're clanging at the moment. Hanging down from my window, those are my... Wind chimes, wind chimes. Do you know that song? No, I feel like I do now. Don't you think that um, wind chimes should be taken in at this time of year? Because they're just now, like, banging. Hanging down from... It's not, it's not a pleasant let, twinkle Let anymore. me sing it, right? And then you're going to go, shit, that is, that is amazing, right? So, I'm going to sing it like this. Mm-hmm. Hanging down from my window, 
Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On talk radio. Take them all on. Right, so we're getting to the bottom of Choco Warrior, Brian Drew who said, I don't listen to this show for politics. It used to be a great show. Well, now we know why um, he's triggered. Mm-hmm. If you look at his timeline, he is so stupid and is so easily led that he believes the picture of the young boy at hosp- in a hospital with a drip up his nose or something on coats, he believes it is faked, despite the fact the hospital has said, yeah, this happened and we're really sorry this happened. He believes it's faked. He believes a fake tweet that's going around saying a friend of mine is a nurse at the hospital and that picture was fake. That tweet has been proven to be faked. And Brian is so upset that he's being called out. As all of the, all of the idiots well, that believe it are. Be being called out. It? It's embarrassing. He's called out because he believes, he really wants to believe that that picture was fake despite all of the evidence that it wasn't. He's upset because I said he was he was a, a, a Rizzler paper away from being a flat earther. It's the same thing, thinking there is a conspiracy out there. Brian, this show isn't for you, mate. This is for intelligent people that um, that believe facts. So I wish you and your wife and your kids, I wish you the very, very best of luck. Um, probably best you switch off. Uh, 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 and also, it's strange that two minutes of a three-hour show he didn't like, he felt the need to tell me. Because so, so, it was about him. Exactly. So, 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 obviously, a very thick... Um, I don't want to use the word snowflake, but, you know, I, 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 I don't put the heating on too much because you, you'll end up melting. And then we've got... Uh, uh, <laughs> then we've got Noel Taylor. A man I have been way too generous to for years. When I was at an Absolute Radio in London... He got a cab down from wherever it was he lived. It cost him 300 quid. What? I gave him all the money I had in my wallet that night because I felt bad for him. He's a man who believes that the earth could be fueled by fecal matter. No, he wants to create a whole planet. That was it. Based on that. And he's got a thing about pots that heat themselves up. Well, actually, I read a story about that. They've been around for years. 
and he um, got upset because I said the Bible is untrue. He's then tweeted, "You've lost. You've just lost a listener. Possibly your only one." <laughs> right. Okay. So, Noel, stop emailing me your batshit ideas. <laughs> You're blocked. Right. Um, I didn't even know what Brian's going. Anyway, <sighs> crying out loud. Oh, people. Okay. People take pictures of each other. Closed. Closed. Can't, uh, I'm be dealing with so many idiots. This is where we're at. This is why the country's screwed. Whoever wins on Thursday, we're all screwed in as much as we are now in a world where it's still not quite as big as America yet, but the next, come, come the next election, it will be, where lies are being propagated and told us truths. Things aren't being fact-checked. Uh, 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 and, and big reporters are saying things. There was a reporter, I don't remember her name, but a very well-respected reporter who was calling out the picture of the boy on the coats as being fake. Mm-hmm. There was the thing yesterday of, is it Matt Hancock, the Labour health minister, uh, sorry, the, the Conservative health minister, one of his aides was assaulted at a hospital by a Labour supporter two of the biggest political reporters reported that story is true because they'd heard it from a Tory source it didn't happen didn't happen wasn't assaulted wasn't assaulted I think I think a guy like stretches and sort of brushes his fingers across someone's face a Tory insider told two of the biggest I think Laura Kunzberg might have been one of them I'm not sure but two of the biggest political reporters that there had been an assault by a Labour member on a Tory aide and it became real. And it's out there now. It's out there. And however much you say, well, no, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. The people that put that story out there. Was it Laura Coonsberg? She No, she, I've got a, a tweet from her saying, have video from Hancock Lee leaving Leeds General just come through so you can see for yourself. Doesn't look like punch thrown. Rather, one of Tory team walks into protesters' arm. Pretty grim encounter. Okay. But however much people now say, well, it didn't happen. It's not true. No, but it, apparently they there. initially, AIDS initially briefed that Hancock's yeah. advisor had been punched in the face. Yeah, didn't happen. But it's out there. And that's the thing. Once a lie gets out there, it, it's got a life of its own. It's got a life. If enough people blow on the embers of that lie, it becomes a fully fledged fire. And, how, fire. and however much water you've got, you can't put that fire Ow! And that's happening with people like Choco Lover, whatever he's called, Choco Melt, who believes that that picture of that kid is fake. And we have evidence that it's not fake, but he's running with that, because that would would mean he'd have to admit that he was wrong. Mm-hmm. And that he'd been misled by people that he trusts. Here's the thing, so hard... So pleased that Luke phoned up to say sorry. Not because I was sat there salivating. God, when's that, when's that piece of trash going to no, phone up and say what? sorry? If he did messages, message does today, or we wouldn't have gone, ah, now here, here he yeah. is. We wouldn't have done no, that. I'm so pleased he phoned up to say sorry because, because, because phoning up and admitting that you were wrong or admitting that you are wrong. He made a mistake. Is one of the hardest things you can do. People don't want to do it. Ego, ego pride. Um, you, 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 you don't want to do it. So if him phone up and say, do you know what? I got it wrong yesterday. I'm sorry. Beautiful. Fine. I mean, I'd, I'd kind of forgotten about it anyway. I was over it. But uh, it, 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 that, that's cool. If, for example, th- th- you know, something I am doubling down on now is proved to be incorrect, uh, 
I'll come in and say, oh, do you know what? I got it wrong. I'm really sorry, guys. I, I got it wrong. Here's the, here's the evidence. I've seen the evidence. And what I said was wrong. And I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm, we're the only people on radio who will be prepared to listen to the, we don't come in and go, right, our take on this is this. Our take is that Boris Johnson is selling off the NHS or our take on this is this thing about the, we come in and we'll kind of put forward what we're thinking. If evidence comes out the other way, we'll change our minds. No one does that. No one does that in the public eye. No, everyone has to know for sure. And I think sometimes you've got to admit to yourself and then sometimes admit publicly if you've stuck, you've stuck your oar in with someone that you didn't know. So here's, here, this is where we're at. We're screwed, man, because this can only get worse. It can only get worse. It will not improve. We're done. It's over. Fact is over. Post-fact is the phrase, isn't it? We are in the era of post-fact. Idiocracy is coming your way with people like Choco Mel and all of Mike Graham's listeners. We are doomed. You might as well give up. Right. There are thousands of messages online, some of which have been done by accident and some of which have been done on purpose to get a reaction from you. Before you start getting angry with people you don't know and a situation you weren't there to witness, just make a few checks. Because you could save yourself a lot of energy, a lot of embarrassment perhaps, if you get embarrassed about that sort of stuff, but also just to just to know what what's actually going on. When this show ends, as it will do, Some of you don't deserve this show. Some of you don't deserve this show. Choco Leapnitz, you don't deserve this show. I do sometimes wonder what show people have been listening no, to. exactly. Some of you do. Some of you deserve it. But actually, a lot of you don't deserve this. You don't deserve this. You deserve what's coming. Right? It ain't this. You don't deserve it. It's too clever for you. It's too subtle. It's too nuanced for some of you. So, when it goes, tough. Tough titty. Good luck. Good luck, guys. Catherine, what have you got? Have you got anything to do with Duck's Dicks? Do I'm a fresh out of Duck's Dicks, I'm afraid. Oh. I've got Pablo Escobar's brother. Oh! With, with what could be hubris. It could be, you know, cocaine-fueled hubris. We've Here we go. Before. Here what, we go. What, what, what? Snippy lady, screw you. you. All you people tweeting my bosses. All the tweet my bosses. Bo Here's the thing. The boss doesn't even look at the talk radio feed. It's not even him that runs his own feed. How's about them apples, fake users? As much as I like Julie Hartley Brewer in the daytime presenters, I feel the evening ones are a serious discredit to your station. <laughs> You're making a lot of money. No, we're not. We're losing millions. You do not need to have presenters. You can barely string a few words together. The amateur says snippy lady. Snip that! Can't you write very? Also, what woman calls herself snippy lady? Anyway, Pablo Escobar's brother launches unbreakable gold smartphone and vows to sue Apple. Good luck with that one. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Roberto Escobar claims the <laughs> £265 smartphone, which allows users to fold it into a tablet, is unbreakable. <laughs> I don't fancy trying to get a refund from these people, do you? The brother of Colombian drug kingpin Pablo Escobar has launched a rather unexpected product, a foldable gold smartphone. Um, he, it's, apparently it's similar to Samsung's Galaxy Fold and Huawei's Mate X. Promotional stills of the Escobar Fold 1 feature Pablo's grinning mugshot as a default background and an advert for the phone features scantily dressed models in heels. In an interview with Digital Trends, Mr. Escobar said, My phone cannot break because I did not have to make a glass screen like Samsung. Our screen is made of a special type of plastic. Mm, a special type, you say? And we still have the best resolution. Our special plastic is very difficult to break. 
There's the science part. Mm. Mm. Mr. Escobar says he's determined to take on major tech giants and he has the bold ambition of beating Apple and achieving dominance in the competitive smartphone market. He's also revealed plans to sue Apple next month and the entrepreneur says his lawyers are preparing a $30 billion class action lawsuit against the Cupertino company for being scammers and cheating the people and selling worthless phones. Um, Pablo Escobar, who led the Medellin cartel in Colombia, was 44 when he was shot dead by police 25 years ago. Often called the king of cocaine, he was one of the wealthiest criminals <laughs> in I history. I to that. <laughs> the drug lord's cartel supplied an estimated 80% of the cocaine smuggled into the US at the height of his career. He was making £17.2 billion every year. He donated 443 houses to formerly homeless people, and among locals he was referred to as the Colombian Robin Hood. Um, Smartphones. It's time. To, it's time. It's time to end Twitter. The Twitter experiment hasn't worked. Ads and tweets. Because I said the Bible is isn't real. It's untrue. I'm an atheist, but you should leave people be. Their beliefs do you no harm. Stop being such a prick. What about but, your beliefs? Well, Adam, <laughs> being a little bit of a hypocrite there because. Um, Attacking my beliefs. My my, my my beliefs are doing you no harm, but you just called me a prick. I mean... Rude. Guys, the Twitter experiment hasn't worked. It's time to switch it off. It's time to switch Twitter off, guys. It, it hasn't worked. It makes... It's made... Yes, of course, we can all say, well, I made a friend through this, and we got Matt Haig on the show. We got, you know, we've made contacts on the show, and we've helped people... We've got, it does more harm than good. Twitter does more harm than good. I think a lot no of us come out looking worse, don't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, God, me, definitely. Me, definitely. I'm wading into these melts right now, but the Twitter experiment has failed. Uh, we've become a very toxic world because of it, and um, it's done. Uh, now, Brian is saying... i tell you what, Brian... Um, and he's now talking about safe places. So I'm just going to mute can, you. Can we can we have your phone in, please? Because yeah, Brian, it's a phone we're, show. We're at no, work I'm... and we're a bit busy. But you're welcome to phone. <laughs> um, we're not pen pals. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm muted, Brian. Now, so we won't say any more of that rubbish. Let's go to Karen. Good evening, Karen. Hi, Ian. I don't listen very often, but I was just uh, tuning in tonight to see what's going on, and uh, well, I don't understand what's going on. Obviously, this whatever happened. Um. I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. This is all coming to an end. Oh. Yeah. Well, can we talk about something else then? Yes, we can! To quote Bob the Builder's gang! <laughs> okay, so, tell, tell me this. Tell me what I do. You're going to give an advice. Yeah, I've got, Karen, well, tell you what, stay there. We're going to go to the news, we'll come straight back, we won't play a song, we'll have a bed because the, the lead is screwed, and we're going to give, we're going to give Karen the Oh, the finest. The best advice. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAV. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
join me in a prayer. Dear baby Jesus. It's all shit now. Help it be a little bit less shit, please. For me, for Catherine, for Sam, for Jocko Leibniz on Twitter, for that other Mel on there who's an idiot, for all of Mike Graham's thick listeners, just uh, please make things a little bit easier for us. These tough times, it's supposed to be your birth, your birthday coming up soon, and uh, we want to give thanks to that by eating way too much food and watching the Doctor Who Christmas special, which some people don't believe is happening, but I believe. Um, so thank you for that. Let's hope the next two hours is a little bit uh, uh, calmer than the first hour. Uh, let's hope that all the people I blocked and muted on Twitter during that um, news break haven't got the brains to set up. I know they haven't, but the brains to set up more accounts to troll me with their vile views. And let's hope that, and I pray that everybody who thinks that picture of that little boy on the coats in the hospital, everyone that thinks it's faked, um, um, I guess, uh, no, praying for death for them is too much. So I hope that, uh, they have like the, um, things lifted from their eyes and they realize that they're idiots. Amen. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you be very, uh, very, um, welcome to, I don't understand what people, Oh, Jesus. I'm just getting tweeted. Listen, let me make it really simple for you. If you believe that hospital photo was faked, unfollow me and switch off. I'm not even going to argue with you because you haven't got the brains to argue. John, I don't know if you're saying that that is, that's the case or not. I don't even understand your tweet. So if you think it was faked, unfollow me and um, don't listen to the show, please. That It it really is... um, it's that simple. Um, Adam's tweets, you're just, you're being deliberately offensive to wind someone up. Don't tell me what I'm doing. You're muted because you're a bell cheese. Um, um, okie dokie. Okie dokie. Uh, that'll be done. Let's go to Karen. Karen, we're going to give you the best advice ever. The best advice. <laughs> okay. What you got? So, so, well, it's not related to any of this stuff and not related to the B word for elections, so that's all good. So, what I want to to know is, some scumbag has uh, set up a website telling people that they can buy tickets for premiership games. Yeah. uh, Really cheap. All the ones that are completely sold out, go on this site, buy tickets. Yeah. Send us your money. Yeah, send us your money And they are using... My details. What? <laughs> well, 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 hang what on. your address? Yeah, my home address is on the website. Send your complaints to this address. No, oh, mate! Oh that is incredible. Well, first, first of, of all, all, have you checked there's no one else in your house who might be running a dodgy business? <laughs> but <laughs> is interested in complaints. Well, hang on a minute. How much money are you making from these tickets, Karen? Because I believe that it's you that's selling these, you scumbag. You're making a fortune. So well, are you actually getting are you actually getting complaints then? Yeah, so they listed the details from company's house. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm an accountant, so I work self-employed sometimes. So yeah. I have a company, and the only thing that I invoice is when I'm doing accountancy work, and I haven't done that for quite a few years. So yeah. this uh, <coughs> company is uh, just sitting on company's house, but it 
has my name and address on it because yeah. you have to do that when you register a company. Um, so they're using the company number and they're using the registered office of the company and, uh, yeah, they set up a website. And, uh, yeah, I was wondering when any of your lovely listeners could tell me what I should do. So, so far, I've, uh, tweeted Trustpilot and said they're using your logo and I thought that they might know what to do to take it down. I think the website may have gone down, but I'm not exactly sure. I'm sure it might pop up again. So I thought it was still a valid question to ask and I wanted to be a distraction to all the nonsense that was going on tonight. Okay. Here's a number for you that I found for Action Fraud. Have you tried them? Oh, they're rubbish, Action Fraud. I know, but it's a starting point. I went on Action Fraud. I went on the website, tried to log it. The problem with that is I'm not a victim. I've not lost any money. But so it says on the top. government's website, if your address has been used without your authority, there's a phone number here. Did you try that? Uh, no, I'm, I might say that in the morning. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, which but is in, in general, people wouldn't take me seriously because I'm I'm not a victim. So so far, I've had a couple of people that are smart. Yeah. Um, look at the company number. Look at company's house find my details, find my telephone number, and ring me up. Or oh, you're getting funky. So, what, I'm assuming this this place isn't sending out the tickets. There's no tickets. No, there's no tickets. And so, and, and people have been phoning you up. And what, what, do, when you say, no, 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 this is not well, nothing. Well, they, they just kind of ring and say, um, we just want to check this website's real. Oh. And I said, no, it's an absolute scam. You know, if you've given them money, get your money back from your credit card oh, company man. straight away. Outrageous. Uh, I, I rang my credit card company and said, look, what about if I buy tickets? Will you be able to trace it? And they said, no, don't give your credit card details to this site. No. Um, so I, I didn't do that. Um, but because I haven't lost any money and I'm not a victim, and I, I don't actually know that anybody is a victim, but the only other thing I've tried to do is I've tried to go on to every fan site for the Premiership, like I'd go on Liverpool Football Club fan site, mm. and I'd type in, please do not buy tickets for this Liverpool match, you know, because they don't exist. But you can't do that, because they'll just keep, they'll either, like, just get loads of addresses and whack loads of different addresses up, or they'll just keep building a different website and putting the same, copying and pasting. Um, could, this might be a big strip, could you move? <laughs> could you move house? Would that work? That's a that's the thought. I think that's the only yeah. way you're going to escape these utter, utter scumbags. Yeah, I just thought I'd share that. There are nice people in the world. Good. Yeah, uh, Karen, you're one of the nice people. I'm sorry that uh, that must be freaky, man. Thank you very much for letting us know, and I hope our advice brings those crooks, um, bring back the death penalty, I say, actually, for people like that. Yeah, I tried that action fraud for something once. The rubbish. Won't do anything They're unless something happens, and then you'd, you'd have gone to the police, surely. Famously rubbish. There's like the huge percentage, and uh, yes, a huge percentage of their stuff doesn't get dealt with, doesn't get looked at, doesn't get acted upon. No action fraud, I call it fraud action. No, fr- no fraud action. I, I call it something that's Inaction. clever. Inaction. Inaction. Um, absolute scumbag. What you got? All right. What uh, you got? What you got? All what right. Got? Have this. Um. Um. This, all right, I have this, you'll like this. A Florida school administrator is facing a pay cut of nearly $44,000 and a possible demotion.
For in donning, America, is it? Yeah. I've got that, yeah, I worked that out myself. For donning a barely there flasher costume to work on Halloween, according to a report. Okay. Mary Coker, Director of Procurement and Warehousing Services for Broward County Public Schools, allegedly inappropriately flashed children, staff and colleagues at the October 31st celebration. Who did this, sorry? Mary Coker. Well, who is she? She's the director of procurement and warehousing services for. Bra- Have you heard about this? Have you heard? I've heard about this, Mary. Woman. She's she's got like um, mental illness. Mary Coker's nuts. Wow. That was quicker. I mean, it was. I was it was very. It was, it's close to the edge. Yeah. But it's quick. Mary Coker's nuts. Mary Coker. Mary Coker nuts. She, she went to a brunch. Yep. At work, dressed like this. Like a bodysuit with like nipples and a um What's well, a body stocking? Yeah. Are they her nipples? No. What? And that's not her Fanny. Fanny. Um but what? yeah. Are they her nipples though? They're her nipples. No, that's just a suit. So she's got like a, a suit naked on that suit. makes her look naked yeah. over her bo- naked body. Yeah, and, a, and it's gotta be said, quite a hairy um attachment. So, um, employees at the brunch were offended and some suggested she, they couldn't tell if she was wearing a costume or was truly naked, which I think is cheeky actually. Mm. The complaint said, according to the South Florida Sun Sentinel. Coca, 46, asked partygoers to get rid of any photographic evidence of her elaborate garb, complete with fake nipples and faux pubic hair, after seeing their reactions, according to a complainant. Hey everybody, relax, it's fake, please erase the pictures, Coca allegedly said. Two children saw Coca's ensemble, according to the complaint. They saw Coca's coconuts. Coco's nut, Coca's nuts. Well, yeah. Which claimed her poor judgment reflected badly on the district and its employees' values. Attempts to reach her were unsuccessful and a message seeking comment from district officials about the scheduled vote to demote her was not immediately returned. So... Photos and two short videos of her costume were posted on Facebook, where many people... This is the thing, right? Once it gets to Facebook, pile on. It's the real one. Many people call for her to lose her job. She should lose her job. That's uh, She's a teacher. No, she's an who, admin. Who is she? I've, I've not really been listening. I just remember seeing a big pair of boobs. She's the director of procurement and warehousing services for Broward County Public Schools. She works in a school. She works for the school district. Like the education authority. Saka. For, Saka. For getting her fake boobs out. Saka. Just for the shit hell of it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah? I think so. I think that's where we're at. I think that's what we need to do. 0344. <laughs> Don't bring anyone expecting mercy to us today. 4991000. This is the late night alternative. We're on tonight. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. Let's go to Becky. Good evening, Becky. Hello. Hi. Hi, Becky. What you got for us? Yeah, um, I was just speaking to CJ before about, you know... Um, how you were saying about the toxic stuff on uh, Twitter and everything. I just wanted to, like, say, well, it's just social media in general, I think. Go on. Um, well, because I've just noticed that it's, it's like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 
think even Twitch as well sometimes can be. It just creates this toxicity where people don't know how to talk to each other in a proper way anymore. It's full of a-holes. That's why we're not periscoping yeah. the show tonight, because there were a-holes on there last night. We might do it next yeah. week, but then what's the point? There's no point. It doesn't add anything. And there were rude people on there, so we thought, oh, do you know what? Let's not give those rude people the space to exist. But then you go on Twitter and it's full of rude people. Mm-hmm. But then people think that I'm being rude, because I said that I think that um, uh, the Bible is untrue. People think that that is rude. Uh, everything, yeah. everything should be switched off and ended. <laughs> and yeah. destroyed. Turn off our phones, our computers, and just burn them. I hate, I hate everything. I hate the computer. Uh, I hate life. And I hate people. I hate everybody. I hate uh, you, Catherine. You, Sam. Hope yours. Uh, thank you. I hate you, Becky. I hate everybody. I hate me. I hate, Everyone I hate, hates me. So I, I don't hate you. Surprise. I don't know, man. It's just a weird. That's an election just before Christmas. That's on an my election birthday. just before Christmas. On my birthday. Is it your birthday on Thursday? Yeah. Well, make sure you're watching the show that's too hot for, for the radio, twitch.tv slash Ian Lee. It, it, it's uh, going to be very, uh, very exciting. Yeah, it will be. And I just wanted to also say as well, though, you know, I watched your Twitch stream on Monday and you were saying about how people were dumping things on you. And, you know, to them people, I just like, wanted to say... You know, if you're not going to take, if you're not going to take Ian's advice, how can you expect anyone else to come to advice for you? Here's what I think we need to do with this show. We need to get like a big ball. Does TNT come in a ball? Like a box, a big box of TNT. Metaphorical TNT. I'm not the only way suggesting we blow up this building. But a big metaphorical box of TNT and we blow the show up. We blow the show up and we we start again. We start again. Now, I don't know what that means, but I think a little Kath's little glint in Kath's eyes, she realises I'm onto something here. We blow the show up and we start again from scratch-a-doodle dandy. I get what you mean, yeah. Mm. What you mean? Mm. Really do. All right. Thank you, Becky. Thank you very much. Do you know what I mean, Catherine? I don't quite know what I mean. I think maybe we have created uh, many rods for our own backs. In the, uh, listen, I, I, I'm glad that people they can phone up and share stuff with us. Of course, I, of course, Sam. Of course, Sam. Um, and I think we've humoured some people that we we've, shouldn't. We've humoured some people. Noel Taylor is one of them. Um, George is another one. Uh, Becky mentioned CJ there. I'm really glad that CJ reached out to us when he was as, in as much pain as he was in when he called us the other day. I'm really glad uh, that he, he, he reached out to us because he was in a state of desperation. Um, uh, just like Chris was almost a year ago, was in a state of desperation. I wonder how Chris is getting on. Um, uh, but I think some people take the piss. <laughs> I think some people take the piss. And you and I are too nice to go, eh, Well, up to a point. You know, I think if someone's coming on expecting to do a monologue from now on, no no more of those, thank you. Here's the thing. We don't need to chase listening figures anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird old show tonight, huh? Yeah? Regular listeners? Weird, weird, weird old show tonight. But you know that this show is the fuel for this show is kind of my psyche. 
and is my uh, DNA and my energy. That's what fuels this. Uh, that's what fuels this show and has done for quite a long time. Catherine's to a certain exa- extent, but it's me primarily, I would suggest. I don't know if you'd agree with that or disagree with that, Catherine. But it's primarily where, where, where my head is at, is what fuels the show. And as we approach, you know, so many things on the, 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 the near to middling horizon. We've got an election. We may or may not have Brexit. By the way, if, you know, if the Tories win and, and Brexit, I get Brexit done in January. That's not Brexit. That's like, that's like the end of the beginning. You know, it's not even the beginning of the end. That's the end of the beginning. So we got, we got that on the horizon. We got job insecurity. We got Christmas. We got, I got birthdays coming up. There's, there's all this kind of stuff. So uh, I am riddled with anxiety and self-loathing and self-doubt, which you're bored of hearing. Okay, I get it. Um, fear, there's a lot of fear, a lot of anger today, a bit of embarrassment, a little bit of shame after the argument with the boss, these, these things happen. Um, so tonight's show is a weird vibe. Someone, I saw a funny, completely off topic, you know, um, is it Rorschach? Is that how you pronounce it? You know the, I'm gonna, hang on, let me just do a... Okay, I'm going to show you a picture. Tell me what you see in the picture. Oh. Is that Rorschach? Rorschach. 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 Thank you. You know where I'm going with this. Have you been watching The Watchmen, by the way? Is it as brilliant as everyone says? Right. Rorschach. Right. It's one of those drawings where it's an ink print. Like an ink blot drawing. Yeah. And you go, what does you'll see here? And there's a brilliant, there's, there's a character in this TV series called The Watchmen. It's superheroes. And he's called Rorschach. Rorschach. He's not it? called Rorschach. What's he called? Rorschach. Rorschach. And his mask. That's not a superpower. That's his a, mask an is one of those pictures. Oh, blimey. And there's a great... Does that, that mean you see whatever you want to see? I saw a great tweet and someone said, I'm really enjoying The Watchmen, but I I don't know why that character has got a picture of my parents fighting on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a great line. That was a great line. Rorschach is nonsense though, isn't it? I mean, I've never, I've never done a Rorschach. I suppose what it does is gets your, f- the, f- the thing that's most on the surface of your mind at that point. Has, uh, Fr- Freud's been pretty much debunked now, hasn't he? The whole, you want to uh, have sex with your mum. I mean, he, uh, the, the very fact that he pres- would prescribe cocaine says to me, the guy was talking out of his hat. Big cocaine fiend, and we, we'll pre- prescribe it for everything, right? But cocaine was used a lot medicinally back in the day. It used to be in Coca-Cola. Yeah. And, you know, Imagine. the Victorians were off there, not on Lord and Ermine, all kinds, heroin and all kinds. I would love to have a Coke, like proper old-fashioned cocaine cola. I would lo- I would neck that stuff back like there's no tomorrow. Oh, I'd be licking that bottle, sniffing that bottle. I'd be, oh, I'd be all over it. Numb mouth, numb, numb bum, numb willy, because I'd be humping the bottle. Oh, for God's sake. Humping the bottle, numb willy, But they used bum. to give it to kids, you know, in cough medicine and stuff. Yeah. Um... I don't know if we're going to make it through to the end of the show tonight. Tonight's show nearly didn't happen. Part of the argument was, why don't you go and get such and such to do the show? I'm going home. Why don't you get them on to spout their anti-abortion nonsense? I'm going home. It's part of the argument. Why don't you, you've got them on speed dial. Why don't you hit the speed dial? Get them in. I'm going home. You didn't go home though, did you? I didn't go home because I didn't want to lose the money. But this is new me because I was worried that I was going to come on and I said, the reason I said I was going to go home was sound because I said, I don't trust myself in that studio to not 
No, and at that point you were right. I was, I was fuming. I was, I was, it was an uncontrollable rage at that moment. But, but knew me, I, I calmed down in about ten minutes. Calmed down in about ten minutes, which is, uh, which is, um, is unprecedented. I'm not proud of what I did. I'm, I'm glad I said something, but I, I'm not proud of, of what I did. But, um, why don't you go on my speeds out? Why don't you get them to come out and do their crappy show and you watch your figures drop? You know that when they're filling in for me, the online figures go all the way. They even did that motion, because of the hand falling off the side of it. You know they drop down to zero. You don't even care. It's the argument that was made. It's nice good to have a good argument sometimes. Discomfort over resentment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I could have done it. I could have done it better. Here's my, here's my thoughts on it, right? It, it began with what I interpreted as a flippant comment from the other person that was what that was where it, 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 there was a, there was a, something bubbling under anyway and then a flippant comment Un- unleashed the beast <laughs> um and it, 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 it had to be said I, I i i'm not proud of how i said it i'm, I'm never proud of shouting uh in, a, in an argument or an office environment there weren't many people in there but there were people to whom i have apologized to everyone in the office i apologize to you sam because i know you heard it through the things so i apologize although i bet you loved it um, but I apologise to people in the office. That's, that's the main thing. And um, I'm not proud of shouting. I'm not proud of swearing. But I am proud of sticking up for you, Catherine Boyle, my mate. I'm proud of the passion. Proud that I stuck up for you, dear listener. You don't know it, but I was sticking up for you. I was saying that on Friday night, you guys don't want to hear three hours of political analysis. You guys want to have a little bit of fun. Little bit of, little bit of nonsense, little bit of monkey business on a Friday. Stuck up, st- stood up for you guys. Uh, and I stood up for this show. I stood up for this show and I stood up for what I believe this show is, what I believe this radio station should be. Stood up for that. I stood up for my friends. Stood up for you, the listener. And I stood up for the show. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm not embarrassed of that. Okay. Okay. I shouldn't have got the chucks out. I shouldn't, <laughs> have nun- I shouldn't have got my nunchuckers out. He's a tiny man. I definitely shouldn't have hit him with the nunchuckers. What was that thing he was using, though? A oh, shib- he had, um, shibiken? He had the throwing stars. Yeah. He had the throwing stars. I didn't see that coming. Well, I knew... I knew he'd been training. So, But did you see his face when he threw a throwing star and I smacked it out of the way? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Have you... Oh. There was a big... Do you know what I saw? A begrudging respect. Yeah. Have you seen um, Wonder Woman in a gold outfit? No. Have you seen it, Sam? Google Wonder Woman in a gold outfit. Hachuala. You know that you know Wonder Woman's very Hachuala. important to me, don't you? Hachuala. The new movie is called Wonder Woman 1984. Looks great, but look at her in a gold outfit. Oh baby, oh baby, Wonder Woman, make love to me. She's she's not making love to anyone in that. It gal- take about take about three It'll hours get, to get out of it. It would get rusty. <laughs> it would get rusty. What's her name? Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Yeah. Galgadot! Will you marry me? Yes, Ian, I will. She will do some damage in that. I will marry you, Ian. I will marry you and we will be happy forever. She's we married. will um, make love in between takes on Wonder Woman 3. <laughs> My God. Stunning, isn't it? I mean, she is one of the most beautiful women in the world, right? Yeah. Hands down. Or hands up. Um, but that gold She's Wonder- also a trained soldier. Trained soldier. Yeah, yeah. I know. She trained... Trained for um, a movie. No, she was in the Israeli army. She's Israeli. 
She's, um, trained for these rates, so she knows Kumbaya. What's it called? Quick Bar. Hmm? Mac, Mac Luck. Hmm? What's it called? The, the Israeli... Karate. No, not racist. Uh, anti-Semite. No, the, 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 the Israeli Secret Service... Oh, we don't talk about that. No, what's it called? Their martial art. Mukbang. It's um, not Mukbang, Mukaki. no. What's it called? It's, no. um... Don't tell. Krav Maga. You know that? You didn't know it. I've taught you something else. Krav Maga is the Israeli Secret Service self-defense, one of the deadliest SDs in the world, Krav Maga. I would suggest it's not as secret as they think. Well, I know about Krav Maga. Brian, do you know about Krav Maga? No, no, but I've heard of Mossad before, the Secret Service, the Israelis. Yeah, yeah, well, the, uh, the Krav, very, they know yeah, Krav Maga. They would, they would, you would be dead before you even knew what day it was. Oh, I've heard of Krag... Actually, I've heard of Krag Magar. Yeah, Krag There was a, a video on... You could actually buy a video of it to learn yourself at once. It was on the yeah. one shopping channel. Okay. Oh, well, right. Yeah, that's how they do it. Okie dokie. That's, that's, um, su that's surprising. Okay. <laughs> I used to teach myself karate from a book. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Did you smash any slits? Um, I don't think we're allowed to call them slates. Oh, no, the thing, yeah, oh, I could do, well, yeah, here's the thing, I could smash the boards that they smash on karate, because they're like weak boards. I could do that. And because oh, I have right. an inner strength, my chi is red hot. Anyway, Brian, enough of this, um, uh, uh, uh comedy coldy sack. What have you got for us this yeah. evening? I was asking, are you working on Christmas? No. Nope. Around about Christmas time next nope. week? No. All oh, right. Um, how about doing a show, you know, one of your last shows before Christmas, like uh, a spooky Christmas where you get a Ouija board in, in the show and try and contact people from the other side, that would be... We, really, I, really I would love to, we're not allowed to. The rules of oh. radio are such, you're yeah. not allowed to do a Ouija board. Now, I've got three Ouija boards, and I, who knows, maybe on the Thursday political special, the late night alternative political special, we might get a Ouija board out and we might see if we can contact can I, dead prime ministers. Prime ministers. Yeah. Get a couple of, I, I, would, I would like to have a couple of witches on the show, that'd be good. You dirty bugger. Um, we could try and get, um, uh, Callahan, Heath, I don't want Heath actually, uh, Thatcher, get Thatcher, we might get Thatcher talking to us. You never know, Brian. Yeah. What would, you ask, what would you ask Thatcher if we managed to, to get her to come on the Ouija board? Who, who, who's, who's Thatcher? I'm not sure who Thatcher is. No, my Maggie Thatcher, are you? She's gone. Yeah, that's why we, we'd be using... Otherwise, we'd use the phone. Oh, right. On the Ouija, the Ouija board that you just mentioned, you, you do know what a Ouija board is, don't you, bro? Are you one of my Graham's listeners? No, absolutely not. Good. I don't like my grin very much, no, sorry. Terrible <laughs> presenter. No. Um, uh, you know what a Ouija board is? Yeah, yeah, I've seen, I've seen them advertised on Amazon. You can get one on there. Yeah. Well, uh, that's what we do. That, on do you know what they're for? Yeah, yeah, you put, apparently you put a glass in the middle and you, you ask it questions and it moves to the letters on yeah, the board. Yeah, because it? who moves the, who moves the glass? Well. Dead people. Ghosts. Well, Ghosts. Yeah, yeah, Ghosts. Yeah. So we talked to Ma the ghost of Maggie Thatcher. Oh, I think Maggie Thatcher would be in a bad place. I think about what she's done in the past. Okay, well, what would you like to ask her? I just want to ask her why All she right. caused the problems of the minor strike. And okay. she's sorry for what she's done. Brian, we, we, we will, if we manage to um, summon the spirit of um, MT, Mrs. T, 
um, we will ask her that very question. Is she sorry for what she done? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The late night alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On talk radio. Hello. Pete! Ian! Hey man, how you doing? Yeah, I'm alright, thanks. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm, I'm drowning I'm, here tonight. I feel like the show is, 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 I feel like we're in, uh, water up to our neck and I've got stone, uh, I've got rocks tied to my feet and I feel like I'm being dragged down. This feels like an awful, god awful show tonight. If, it, 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 I, I'm not saying this, you go, oh, no, it's, you know, it's great. It's, well, if just, you know, it feels awful. It feels like we're uh, walking on, um, burning embers to try and get to the other side. It feels like torture. It feels like the kind of show I would not want to listen to. It feels too dark, too mean. Feels, um, like heaven. It just feels awful <laughs> to me. It feels like it's real. Just want to, okay, let me talk to you. I, I mean, I'm enjoying it as a long term, as a kind of long term listener. I just want to cry. And, you know, I just want to cry, Pete. This is what I want to do. I just want to spend the next 25 minutes just sobbing. Just sobbing, right? And get it all out. Not get it all out. Get some of it out. Just have a big old sob, right? And, uh, and then I'd be less upset when people being mean about me on Twitter. I'm, I, Noel Taylor's actually really upset me because I've been talking to that guy for years. I know he's bonkers, but I've been talking to him for years. That's. I just want to cry. Just want to cry. And then, like, for the next 40 minutes, then the last 50 minutes would just be wonderful. But we can't do that, Pete. We can't do that. We've, we've, we've broken a few taboos. But having the presenter cry for 40 minutes, I think, is uh, pushing things. I mean, you could. Thing. could do. It just feels like everything feels very fake, very hard work. And um, I don't know, man. It's just, not, it's just not catching. It's just not catching. Anyway, Pete. <laughs> what you got? What you got? Well, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not sure now because originally I was just going to ring up to be a bit of an arse. <laughs> yeah, well, I changed the habit of a lifetime, eh, Pete? Well, yeah, yeah, all right. Well. Yeah. Go on, be an arse. And I'll slap it just, for you, naughty boy. Uh, I was just going to say there is no such TV show as The Watchmen. It, it's Watchmen. There is no definite article. Alan Moore is turning in his grave as we speak, and he's not even dead. Oh, I was about to pick you up on that, my friend. Alan Moore is not yeah. even dead. But he probably does hang around in graveyards Graveyard. quite a lot. Um, again, once again, Pete, you're wrong, just as you are with the Doctor well, Who Christmas special. Well, the programme is called The Watchmen. I mean, hey, we'll see on Christmas Day, won't we? Yeah, we will see on Christmas Day, mate, whether it's called The Watchmen or not. Because I'm going to come <laughs> round your house on Christmas Day, and I'm going to take a massive dump on your turkey. Well, you can come around my house all you want, because I'm going to be at my mum's. Yeah, exactly, so, your mum's house. Well, you, you live at your mum's. you baby boy. Okay. This guy's a baby boy. <laughs> he lives with mama. I wish. And and here's the thing, mama, uh, I, that's what, I'm going to see you on Christmas Day, and I've got a present for you. It's, well, a, it's, a, new, it's a new dad, and it's me. So start calling <laughs> me dad. All right, daddy. We slipped into that a bit too easily. You did slip into that a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Even that little little Lazi, even that little scene felt forced. It all feels forced. Do you know what I mean, Kath? Do you know what I mean? How do we uh, how do we get out of this, Pete? 
maybe you just need to ride it. I mean, ride it, baby. You know, maybe not cry for forty minutes, but let it out. You know. <laughs> Oh, God, can you handle it when it's out? Because I'm not sure I can stuff it back in again. Nah, I, I'm not going to do that. Well, but we don't have to smell it, Kath. <laughs> hey, you know, it, 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 it just... Oh, there's so much I want to say that I can't say. Um, yeah. Because that would reveal, you know, company secrets. There's so much I want to say, but actually it doesn't solve anything. And also, people don't want to listen to a radio show of a guy wallowing in self-pity because his cushy job... Is coming to an end. That's not what people want to hear. People want to hear us, you know, playing silly games or we take over the world. People want to hear me dissing you because you've not watched The Apprentice. People want to hear all of that stuff. But do you know what, Pete? Do you know what, Pete? All of that stuff at this very second in time feels plastic. Feels made up. It feels unreal. It feels pointless. It feels like the last three and a half years have meant nothing. It's been nothing except for a cash grab. It's just been me putting a few quid in my bank. That's it. None of this. Okay, well, that's why you're definitely wrong. Well, I, I mean, the, the last three and a half years haven't been nothing, and, you know. Yeah, I know. I know that. I know that. Ah, man alive. I don't know. We need to do something to buck up the last hour and 20 minutes, because this isn't what people, this isn't what people want. It, want I mean, I can yeah. give you an apprentice correspondent update if you want. Um, let's try. Let's, let's see, let's see, let's see what happens. Works. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Here we go. <laughs> my, my, my computer lead doesn't work, so I might have to... Oh, oh. Now, now it's time for the apprentice up, correspondent update with feed with feed. I'm not even doing that. That is the lead is broken. Can we fault report <laughs> that for what is that department still exists here, Pete? Yeah, for the first time in four or five years, uh, the apprentice final is not being shown on a Sunday after Sports Personality of the Year, which is outrageous. <laughs> Cor uh, apprentice correspondent update from Pete. Uh, Pete. 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 Yeah, yeah. Gosh. I, I didn't think that it was possible to kill the vibe even more. <laughs> but you've just done it, Pete! Thank you, mate. You're welcome. See you later on. Bye-bye. Sports personality of the year still a thing? That's still going? It's amazing. They can scrape one together that every year. That is still going? My God. Everything BBC does sports related is boring. They're still showing a question of sport. That was crap in the day of Emlyn Hughes and Billy Beaumont. Here's the thing, I don't really like watching other people at award ceremonies. It's like watching someone else's jolly. It's a strange... I mean, who, who watches that? No, I don't even like being at awards ceremonies unless I know I'm going to win. Um, the, the last, I can say this now, the last award that we won with the Arias, we, we were told we were going to, we were told we'd won it. I said, oh, I don't want to go. Was it in Leeds? Hull? Mm -hmm. It was Hull, uh, Hull, I think. Hull, yeah. Hull, uh, 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 I said, I don't, I don't really want to go. Yeah, I think you should go. Nah, I don't want to go. All right, I've been told that you've won. Okay, yeah, fine, we'll go. But otherwise, I don't want to... So if you see me at an awards ceremony, I've been told I'm, I'm winning, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> but we, we, got, we got sucked into one, didn't we, once? We got sucked into one. No, I just don't want to... Anyway, all right, listen, this is happening, guys. This is happening. We're going to come back. The last hour and a quarter of this show is going to be... It's not going to be the best, but it's going to be better than the last 40 minutes. This is Talk Radio. A star-crossed soapbox for Sailor Boys, oh. Stable Girls... <laughs> And stripper grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late night speech radio with a difference. Thank you. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to uh Fred. Good evening, Fred. Good evening, Arian. Fred, what you got? Oh uh, well, 
I've got something I could tell you offline, but in the meantime. Okay, well we're on we're online, so we'll, let's let what, yeah. what in the mean what's what have you got that we can in broadcast? In the meantime, something you probably know a lot about already, but I thought you'd play a game of what you do know and what you don't know. I think hemp can help players help heal the planet. Say that again, what? Hemp can help heal the planet. Are you saying heaven or hemp? Hemp. Hemp. Oh. Hemp. Okay, where you hemp. going, Fred? Sell us hemp. Longest natural fibre, strongest natural fibre. It's where you got the saying for um, money for road rope. You should do all the ropes of the um, sailing ships. Why is it that everyone that ever talks about hemp is also really boring? Well, uh, this is it. There's one that comes to at the end that I think you won't find boring. Well, let's, get, let's just jump cheap. to the end then, because so far, I, I mean, I, it's not getting me, it's not wetting okay. my whistle. So let's so get to the one the, I won't find boring. Did all the, the, the sheets, did the, um, uh, the sails, did all the um, clothing for them. Just fast forward so to the end. So that's where you could have, um... The end? Get rid of the, um... Yep. Um, <laughs> the, the fast uh, fashions. Yes. But again, you can build a house with it. From right, then get to the end. Just remember, just get to the end, the last one. Then to the end. When you've got the, the chafe left, it's the strongest natural fibre. You can mix it with the oils, which you can turn to plastics. Spray it, retrofit it to a mud wall, to a mud hut, spraying it inside and out, and it goes to make it work. At work. Uh, goes are you to make the same guy? Can I ask? Are you the same guy that does David Babcock? No. You sound like you sound like his silly voice, which I'm beginning to think might be put on. You're not the guy that does David Babcock. No, I'm not. I've got the shakes at the moment, so that's probably why. Okay. Why have you got the shakes? Oh, medication. Ah, mate. man. That's, well, don't eat a yeah, grapefruit. Yeah, it all. Well, why? But well, who? Why do you care about hemp? You can get hemp. Well, because now you can get three three crops in a season. Yeah, right? but why? But why do you? Okay, so those it are the hemp. It's used for so many things. Those and are... it, it's not. It's not only negative. Um, it's not only carbon positive. It's okay. actually carbon the, negative. So those are the things. Those are the reasons that hemp is good. And I know that hemp is good. But why are you? Bo- why are you bothered? Well, because I'd like to see the world use it more. You want to smoke a bit of the bit of herb? Old um, uh, Ford used to um, say that why are we cutting down trees? Do you want to smoke a bit of herb with me? Oh, yeah. It would be. It's been the wrong time. You want to smoke a little bit of the herb with me, Fred? Roll up well, a f- yeah. Free Skinner. I like some of the old stuff. I like some oh, of the some stuff. Of the classic. The classic. The t- oh. I want to get some tie sticks, Fred. Let's get some yeah. tie sticks, man. Let's get high. I tell you, they're giving them a go. They're giving them a um. A, Guys, I'm gonna a, go to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah, no, you're no, you're just go, one yeah, more game of FIFA. Boys. One more joint. I swear to God, we'll be fine. Um, well, they're giving them a loaded revolver at the moment. Sorry? Because uh, everyone's after the top cola whoa, 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 and the top whoa, whoa, cola. Fred's got a loaded revolver? Does that, yeah. mean, no, does that mean you've got a gun with bullets in, or have you got a load of grass on the cover a of load, the Beatles album? A load of grass. All top cola. And that's the worst one. That'll just absolutely send you psycho. Yeah, who cares? Let the kids, let the kids go nuts. <laughs> We've got too many kids this day. Right. Well, Fred, I hope you'll dream of um, a hemp... Busy. Well, I just got it out there. I just had to get it's it out, out there. there since it's the last show. It's it's out there. And Freddie, you're definitely not not um done by I'm the de- same guy that does David Babcock. No, Are I'm you? not. Okay, all right. Thank you very much. That's well, what. Well, hang in a minute. Can I have a word with you off air? What so about something that would make? Well, I can't say about it on air, but it'd be um. I'm sure you'd find it very interesting. Well, if, if you thought I'd find the hemp stuff interesting. Um, well, give me a little, you got to give me a clue, man, because I, I, I don't really talk to people off it air. It's about the Wapping War. The what? The Wapping War and the print unions. 
and your boss Murdoch. Uh, I, I and how the unions were breaking. Okay, I, I don't. I, it was, it's not afraid. I'm not really. I'm not really interested. But thanks. It was the first time that they were put on. The police were put on our streets okay. without numbers on the oh, name. I thought we could. Uh, so we could talk and about they were squatting. I've got no. Fred, I've got no idea what you're talking about. And if I'm, I'm honest, I'm, I'm not really interested. But thanks anyway. All right. Nice to speak to you anyway. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to David Babcock. Yeah. Same guy. <laughs> same guy. The dad, the David and Fred, can you speak at the same time? Cabbages. Fred, can you say cabbages? Cabbages. There we go. The same guy. Uh, David. Hello. Oh, that was me, Hello? That was me Kevin. Is it? I think he's gone. I think he's gone. David, could you do us a favour? No. And delete no. our phone number. No. <laughs> could oh, you God. do us a favour and speak into your telephone, please? Put your mouth near soul. Oh, it's not gone wobbly again, has it? Can't hear you very well, mate. Right, hang on. There he is. <coughs> there you are. Yeah, I've, got, I've moved it out. Were you reclining? I was lying in my chaise lounge. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those sexy French girls that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio likes drawing. Oh, no, but... Yeah, you, you've got it, you've got it, right. <laughs> David, you, did you yeah. hear us talking about Ouija boards earlier on? Yeah, that's what I was listening to. I've been listening to the whole show. What a show. What a show it's been. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, you can help us with, with... Can we contact Margaret Thatcher on a Ouija board on Thursday? Uh, you can. I'll be at work. But Okay, sex and chickens. I, no, right. Um, it's content you want, is it? Sorry? <laughs> it's content. Oh, content. Want, is it? Yes, please. Have you, what have you got? Well, in that case, Ian Lee, this is your life. What? Me? No. Oh, did you know about this? I'm not saying a word. Etc. Yeah. And then cut to the studio, right? Okay. I don't like it. I used to hate this is your life when they would do it in the theatre where the person was performing. Yeah. Used to hate that. Go to the studio. Go to the studio. I want to watch it in the studio. Because the acoustics were terrible in the theatre and it didn't look right. So I'm glad we've got, we've cut to the studio. Right. Okay. Um. <laughs> pardon me. No, don't. You were on air. <laughs> Sorry, but I know you on air. Right. Born in Leeds Rugby in June <laughs> 9, 1973, you attended St. Michael's School for Weak Children. And do you remember this voice? It was always rubbish at PE, but we gave him the best chance we could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do recognise that voice. My God, that's you, David. <laughs> no. It's you it's doing the voice. No, it's your PE teacher, Richard Phelps. <laughs> 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 got Phelps, he was a knob. It's actually my teacher. And hey, Phelps. Comes out. <laughs> hey, hey, did you remember me? Yeah, you Phelpsy. You're a knob. Yeah. Okay. Can we get, let's get to the famous, the famous friends that have turned right. up. Oh, Christ. Um, so, you later went on to do radio, um, and, oh. Mm. Uh, and you were in the jungle with, do you remember this boy? <laughs> um, I don't think, I don't, I don't <laughs> think. No, I don't think, no. No, yeah, that was him, but here's one. Ian, oh. I'm going to eat the strawberries. It's 
Amerikan. <laughs> Amir, nice to see you. How are you, man? Uh, I'm okay, mate. <laughs> it really is. I isn't. like them strawberries, innit? <laughs> um, Amir. Amir, I want, I want to talk to Amir a little bit more, if that's all right. Amir, Go on, then. what's um, uh, what's going on with you and your wife? For legal reasons, I don't want to go into that right now. A lovely strawberry. <laughs> it's only just in strawberries. I get it. All right, Amit. Well, thanks. And that's great. That was great being on This Is Your Life. Thanks. That's it. That was your yeah. life. That's it. Here's a book. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the book. Just the script. I think it's like your record of achievement book with some, like, papers. Does Michael Aspel sign it? I wonder if yeah. they, Hang on a minute. Here we go. Now we got something. There must be, right... Who's got a big red book? There must be a This Is Your Life book on eBay. This Is Your Life book. We're going to buy one. We're going to buy someone's This Is Your Life book. Um, This Is Your Life... This Is Your Life like scrapbooks. That's a bit rubbish. Oh, 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 hang on. What's that? What's that? This Is Your Life, the story of television's famous big red book. No, that's not it. No, and here's the thing. The book isn't red. Uh, this is the... What would you type in? This is your life book, Michael Aspel. Big Red Book. It was called the Big Red Rock Book, wasn't it? Big Red Rock. Big Red Rock. <laughs> Big Red Rock. Big Red Rock. There must the be, ragged rock. There must be one of these for sale somewhere. But it makes me think, maybe there is no... <gasps> there is no book... Do you think it was like, you know, our degree certificates? Yeah. Where we got, like, a toilet roll. Yeah. And then they took it back off us, and then they gave it to the next person. Uh, that! Eamon Andrews. Let's have, a, have you ever seen a bit, one of the books, David? Have I ever seen them on eBay or anything? Yes! Would you, would, yes. real life, out in the wild. I, you're asking... Right, so, goodbye. Mm. I guess can't work with that. I've never seen one of those books out in the wild. You'd watch This Is Your Life, and as a kid, you know, there was brilliant. nothing else on. And it was, if it was like someone off the telly that you knew, like Derek Guiler or something, you think, oh, brilliant. I mean, even a Harry Seeker, really? you'd stand. Yeah, because that was so much better than some old soldier that had served in World War Two. You'd get them, you'd think, ah, oh, flipping it. Just going to be a load of boring old men with moustaches coming remembering out. remembering stuff. It's boring. I want celebrities. Yeah. The little large one is great. Um... The Gary Glitter one is great. Well, he was Gary Glitter was in concert at Wembley Arena. And here's the thing. Here's the thing about Gary Glitter. There are some clues in that one, aren't there? Yeah, 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 yeah. But here's the thing about Gary Glitter. He had always, now we know why, always refused, he'd always refused to do it. Always refused to, and he told everyone around him, I do, I do not want to do This Is Your Life. If they approach you about doing a This Is Your Life on me, I'm not interested. It's not happening. And I remember it. You watch, when... It's at Wembley Arena, and it comes, Aspel comes out at the end of a concert, and Glitter is furious. Glitter is furious, and obviously Kak in his pants, because he's thinking, man, what are they going to get? What are they going to get here? Um, and then he does it, and it's a weird, I remember it's a weird old episode he sings at the end. I remember I watched it and taped it at the time. But um, it was a strange thing, this is your life. I suppose it's before Wikipedia. Yeah. Wikipedia is now has now done it. Really, and always the best bits are when they go, "Do you recognise this voice?" And someone would speak, and they'd be going, "Who? Oh, 
Oh, go on, who, who is it? Who is it? And then the, it's your friend, Tony. Yeah. And they wouldn't, obviously didn't have a clue who they were. Also, it was before Facebook and stuff, right? Yeah. So you had Friends reunited. You hadn't been hearing about Tony's, Mrs.'s operation and stuff. Yeah. And I remember when I met you back at school in the second day of school, 1956, and you were a very funny guy. You haven't aged a day. You knew then that you would be going to much better. We're so proud of you. And it goes, uh, so they do their funny story, and we're so proud of you, my friend. So proud of you, my friend. Really, always very proud. Maybe we can talk after. No, no. There's a reason I'm not seeing you for 50 years. Get out. So proud of you. So proud of you. So, <laughs> have a marvellous evening. Have a marvellous evening. Lovely to see you too, Belinda. And then they, it was, I mean, it, as, as, as TV programmes go, this is your life is pretty, it was one of the dullest. Imagine the, the people you made friends with in Freshers Week that then you spent the rest of your university life avoiding. They're all there. So yeah. proud of you. So and there'd always be people, when you walked into the, the celebrity came in, there'd always be like two rows of chairs that were filled already with just like, I don't know, like, who are they, like cousins or something? Yeah. Who even knows their cousins anymore? I don't know my cousin, I don't know any of my family. Um, okay. We've got another hour to go, dear listener. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very welcome to. We've, so far, we've talked about This Is Your Life. Uh, we have... Oh, that's it. We've talked yeah. about This Is Your Life. Seances. We might have a seance on Thursday night. We might try and... Um, Get Margaret Thatcher to come and talk to us and give us her views on the election night. Very special election. Here's a choice. Here's what you, the choices you got. You can listen to this um, uh, uh, the train that's um, got two wheels missing and the others are very, very loose. You can listen to this. So it's Julia Hartley Brewer, 10 till 1. Or you can go to twitch.tv slash Ian Lee between 9.30 and 11.30 and watch Catherine and I give you the news even before it happens in some instances. It will be analytical, it will be incisive, it will be serious. And we're going to have a seance. Yeah. I won't be doing that on Julia's show. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Obviously, I haven't got a clue how to end it. And so they just, you know, oh, let's just do this. Uh, who, tomorrow, tomorrow's album in the Lee ho- household is going to be Who's Next? The Deluxe Edition, guys. I should be diving into the Deluxe um, Edition. I was thinking, they says crossed my mind a lot. I'm not, not going to do it now because I'm not in a well enough space and I will be doing it for the wrong reasons. I'm getting rid of a lot of stuff. Getting rid of a lot of stuff. My house is full of junk, right? And some of the junk I like. But just for example, most of my CDs... I could get rid of, and it would not have an impact on my life. Most of them I could. Yeah. Most of them I could. I've got about four boxes of CDs. I delve into twice a year for one particular thing, if that, and the rest of the time they're just forgotten about. I've got a thousand CDs, give or take. That's a rough thing. I've got a thousand CDs, a whole wall of CDs. And... When do, when do I play them? I don't play them. Of course, if I got rid of them. Yeah. Because I really want to listen to that uh, Marvin Gaye live. I really want to. Uh, Could really you have cleared out before? Cleared out before and then bought everything back. And that's the thing. And that is, is the circle of life. Forget birth and death. It's chucking out and buying mm-hmm. again. Um, I told you about Elton John. Big collector of everything. Elton John. Elton John. Who's Elton John? Hmm? Who is this? Who is this? Elton John. Uh, kind of. Okay. Yeah, I was listening just... to him, uh, one of his stories. He made me a tape. Oh, yeah. Um, well, and... Like, well, actually, yeah. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Get in there. It's Apparently the it's the all the go. The yeah, exactly. It's the thing at the moment is, um, I watched the Chips movie. When I was in Australia, in the, waiting to go in the jungle when I was in lockdown, I watched a lot of... I just got into the mindset of wanting to watch a lot of crap American movies. So I watched... 
Um, there's one with Kevin Hart in it where he's like a policeman for a day. It's called like a day out or something. I watch, go on, Sam. Ride along. Ride along, baby. It's nearly a day out, yeah. I watch yeah. Ride Along. Ride Along. And I watched loads, I watched I, Baywatch, I think I, I think I might bailed on Baywatch, that was when it got, but I watched the Chips movie. Uh-huh. And it's Was Eric Estrada in it? I think he does pop up in it. I'd be surprised if he didn't. I mean, it's terrible. But the whole premise is that eating ass, it's the whole premise of the movie is that everyone's eating ass at the moment. Gosh. Everyone's eating ass, that's the thing. And I'm thinking, you guys th- think like you invented sex. My grandparents were eating ass. Oh, God, I don't think mine were. Uh, well, they, who knows? Who, but is that thing My grandma now? used to go nuts when people were giving each other French kisses on television. Oh, we never did that. I was thinking, how on earth did my dad happen? Uh, you don't make babies through French kisses. It's how you start, though, isn't it? That's uh, the universal sign for, let's let's try this out. Uh, but it, we are now of, of an age where young people think they've discovered eating ass. <laughs> You know, well, you know, but they, you know, you never thought of really, well, I know you, you used to listen to your parents having sex. God, no, I used to listen. I overheard. You overheard it. Um, but you imagine your parents eating ass. Oh my God, stop it. Right. They probably have. Stop it. No, they, they prob- haven't. They probably. My mum don't go for that. They probably do it. If they listen to this, and they will hear this, because I will send them this recording, this audio God, recording. God, that's going to be an awkward Christmas. They will... Well, they'll be upstairs all day. <laughs> oh, my God. No room for turkey. Oh. Um, but what I'm saying is the Chips movie is great. Is Elton all? John. Elton John, there we go. Um, a big collector. And he says that, you know, because he's not doing the other things he used to be addicted to, he is now addicted to shopping. He's got, like, ten mansions across the world. Yeah, filled with stuff, right? Yeah. And then there came a time where he got rid of it all, virtually all of it. Gave it all, sold it all, didn't give it all away. Sold it all. But not so that he could clear out, so he could start again. He started building How his collection again. Me? What I'm saying is, it's exactly what you've done, except you've done it with CDs, and he's done it with like fine china and Louis the Fourteenth stuff. So, I just, I just, if I had nothing, and were at one with with my soul and with God, that's a lot of ifs. There's a lot of ifs. What what you got? Did you were you doing a story? No, we were okay. talking. Oh, uh, were we? I wasn't really listening. Sorry. I mean, Let's new? go to Sloop John Beagle. Evening, Sloop. Now, where'd you get that platinum chain with those diamonds in it? Hello, Mister Lee. Hello, Any, Catherine. Anyone got an idea what that was? Because that was that not was, from lu- my that was ludicrous. That's it what? It's a rapper. Ludic- it's a rapper called Ludicrous. His name is a synonym for absurdity. But uh, I just want to do it wrong. Get- uh, yeah, yeah, his name, his attitude is a synonym for um, bad spellings. Yeah, basically, man, basically. But uh, I wanted to call up and say hello. Why do you know about wrestling? I watched, I know about wrestling now because I watched Scooby-Doo meets the stars of WWE. That's why you're saying Jabroni. With, with John Cena, right. Vince yeah. McMahon, McMahon. McMahon. Vince yeah, McMahon. why is it pronounced McMahon when it's Vince McMahon? It's Irish spelling. It's I think it's I- Irish. Is it true? Go on. He said, because I saw Vince McMahon was trending and I clicked say on Mahone. it. I clicked Got on one. it. Right. What did he say? I don't know what he was trending for, but whenever you see a famous person, now, whenever you see a famous person, six months ago you saw a famous person trending, you think pedophile or dead. Now mm. I think, oh, they're definitely not dead. Because every time you click on a name, it goes, oh, phew, I thought they were dead. Right, so they're not, right. Or a scandal. Or a, yeah, but it's not, it's nothing. So something, Go Vince on. McMahon had done something, right? I don't yeah. know what. But then everyone's going, why are we all celebrating this piece of trash? This guy 
forced his men. I don't know. I don't know if this is true. So I'm just saying this is. He's a very controversial character. Forced his men, his wrestlers, to take steroids, steroids, steroids. and painkillers as well, and so uh, we, became killers. Yeah, they uh, they, now the WWE pays for rehabilitation programs because during the 80s and the 70s and the 90s, they, if they got hurt, they were told, well, you'll lose your job. So they'd basically give them a load of pain pills and they became addicted to them. And they, you know, it was, oh, it's just very, very much. Paid killers. I thought you said paid killers. And no, that the people died. It was suggested yeah, that people might have Chris died Benoit. under his watch. Yes sort of, and stuff to, to just their general sort of, there's a guy, I won't go into it because it's absolutely horrific, but a guy called Chris Benoit did something pretty despicable, and it sort of maybe put down to the fact that he was on steroids and sort of pain pills, somas, I think they're called, and stuff like, I, I won't say what it is, don't Google it, even, it's it's horrific, but yeah, he's, Vince is a very, very controversial figure, but I would like to be his friend, I wouldn't lie. Hello? Okay, all right. Oh, yeah. sorry, is that, oh, God, I said something wrong. No, someone's just sent me something. I just want to check what it is. Um, oh, someone sent me something. Why is this person, why is Michael from Michael Luke sent me something from Pornhub? Oh, I've seen it. It's just, it's, um, ordinary things happening on Pornhub, like. Oh, okay. An estate agent actually showing you a house. I panicked because that first <laughs> picture looked very much like a children's party I threw. I was thinking, what is that? That's why I was getting in close, because it was a tiny little thing. Um, Okay. So Vince McMahon is, yes. we should not be trusting him. He's a controversial character, very, very controversial. He did a lot of good things and a lot of bad things. And yeah, I mean, like I said, very, very controversial, very wealthy as well. He's a billionaire and he votes for Trump. So there you go. That's, that should turn a lot of people off already. Okay. Well, well, you know, he's the president of the United but, but, um, but yeah, ideally, I'd love to be a producer for him, put it that way. But that's why I've kind of called up, actually. Okay, right, fine, we're I, in, let's do this. Right. Now, I called Catherine when you weren't there and said I've been learning little bits about how to produce via a, a podcast. Yeah. And she gave me some advice about, with the presenter, give them a story that they can kind of tune into a little bit. Yeah, and, man. Am I right, Catherine? Yep, that's correct. Yeah, that's it. I stumbled across a story on the internet and I thought, this is an Ian Lee and Catherine story. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to tell you what it is and then ask you a question. Well, you'll know what the question is related to. You ready? Go on. There's a, there's a company called Vinally, and what they do is they take your ashes when you're cremated and they put it into a 12-inch record for your family to keep. That is wicked. That yeah? Is, and it's called Vinally. Finally, yeah, you could look at it. It costs between £900 and about £4,000, I believe. Weird. Yeah, I'm up for and that. And they put it in. I'm up And for you that. can have licensed music or sort of audio and, and, and things like that. And I was sort of think I saw that and I thought, Ian and Catherine, that'd be something that I, I could imagine Catherine reading out and Ian commenting on. Catherine, am I right? Yeah, definitely. I, so I've, I've passed the first test. Yeah, you have. Well done. It's, um, what, you know, there's lots of ideas for, um, remains that don't involve burying them or in some way disposing of them. And, uh, we're, we're open to, uh, chatting about those generally because it's, they're usually weird. But that one is well, right up your they, alley, isn't it? Well, well, I was going to say, I, for me, if I had a 12 inch for my family to keep, I'd put my calls to the late night alternative on it. So that would be what, what I would have oh, on side A and side B. Yeah, yeah, why not? You know, we've got to celebrate. Now, I've got to ask Ian and then also Kath, what would you have on the 12 inch? What would you have on your 12 inches? Um, well, it would be me talking. Monkeys. It would be me talking and singing. You'd be singing, what, but would it be serious talking or would it be jokey or if you're listening would to you be this, having a gripe? If you're listening to this, then I'm dead. I have to tell you, I never liked you. You were a scumbag.
something like that. I think I'd put something on mine that meant that they had to listen right till the end. There was a suggestion that if they didn't listen to the whole thing, they would be either cur probably cursed and lose out on a very important clue as to where I'd hidden my massive fortune. You could keep it quiet right till then and just go, yeah. Midnight. Oh, why'd you have to bring Midnight Oh, what'd it? you do? Get out of here, troll. Troll, that, that's, that's a callback from about a year ago, and you're a scumbag. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. One thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. What a show! What a car crash of a show tonight! What a car crash! They can't all be gold. They can't all be good. <coughs> this has had its moments, um, and it's had some. It's, this is a weird vibe, dark vibe. But I'm also, please, I'm also painfully aware that you guys don't want to hear about us whinging or hear me whinging about um, this this uh, um, gilded. Um, what do they call the thing? The um, uh, a sedan chair. It's a sedan chair, isn't it, where you sit yeah. on it and they they um, lift you up and and uh, that doesn't look very nice to me. No, um, I've ridden a camel and it looks similar to to the danger factor of a camel. The height and the chance of falling is very high. I like the ones that have got like a little carriage box that you sit in. I like those. Yeah. And but then they don't go on the shoulder. Then people just hold them. And yeah. And they run like that, don't they? Yeah, knees to chest. But I don't like. So that I could do. It's the ones that go on the shoulder, yeah. and you're you're like, like six foot up, mm -hmm. seven foot up. If you want, you factor in the chair. If someone has a heart, a rustle, yeah, or sneezes, or, or sneezes, mm -hmm. or just trips. You imagine if someone tripped. No. Obviously, they have their heads chopped off. But the person on top of that chair would be a goner. You come a cropper, yes. I would not want that at all. It does not look luxurious. At all. Oh, well, how do you feel about a chariot? I don't feel that. I wouldn't want to do, um, I wouldn't want to do a race, so chariot racing doesn't appeal to me. I'd like a, I'd, I would like, okay, here we go. My ideal form of transport would be a husk, husky sled, sled, oh, husky right. sledge. I would like to be pulled off by huskies. Um, and those buggers can run for miles and you whip them. Oh. You whip them. I don't think you actually whip the dog. I think you might crack the whip in the no, air. No, whip them. I, I would whip, whip them. I'd get, them and the right. whip would just, I'd be so good. It would just get their bean hole. Oof. <laughs> or their testicles. <laughs> just, and it I've seen be, you with a pot towel. You're a dangerous man. It wouldn't man. be the full whip. It would just be literally the tip. I'd be the master of it. Right. Mm. It would be so good. It would just go, it would actually enter their bean hole. Just like half an inch. and <laughs> Half an inch? Yeah. That's how good I am. Sweet Lord. That is 
how good I am at the whip. I would be anyway. I would, I would practice. Speaking of bean holes, my cat's wearing a baby grow. Oh, yeah, go on. She's yeah, had she's a, had a giblets out. Sewed up. What? No. Giblets, you can eat them. Oh, I didn't get them. They didn't offer them to me, um, her ovaries. I don't think there's much you can do with them. But um, she came home in a baby grow rather than the cone of shame. This is my theory, that the NHS is actually the the thing, I know this, you're talking about vets, but, but the NHS is actually um, the, 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 the idea that it's there to help you medically is a front, and that it's actually black magic and can okay. cannibals. Okay, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Black magic and cannibals, because if you have, a, we discussed this before, if you have a bit of your body removed. Yeah. Do they offer it back? They, you're not allowed to have it back. Now, Even if, if you ask for it. When if I, I chop my neighbour's bush. Yeah. And it goes into my garden. Yeah. I have to give it back. Yeah. Doesn't belong to me. No, they, yeah. But what about, what about my finger? I had, um, a tooth taken out and they were reluctant to give me a tooth and then they realised they couldn't eat it and you can't do much black magic with it so they gave it back to me. Yeah. But things like kidneys, intestines, legs, um, I think it's, I think with well, leg you would, obviously you would hollow out and you would hump. What? Uh, so it's, uh, it is black magic, cannibals and sexual deviants that run the, the NHS. NHS. And it seems like when you, things, uh, when you look this is why that, they're so, right, this, this is why no one's allowed to criticise them. No, exactly. This is why the Americans are so desperate to buy it, because uh, that country is full of um, sex offenders. And cannibals. And cannibals and black magicists. Occultists, sorry. So that is what I think personally is going on in the NHS. And to, to a lesser degree, vets, as we all know, are just doctors that couldn't make the grade. They're doctors that got bored halfway through. I and thought... Went, yeah. I thought it was harder being a vet. Uh, no, how is it harder? Because your patient can't tell you what's the matter. Exactly, so you, so you, there's less they can't, to, And they can't Google it. No, so there's less to be wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to, um, Simon. Good evening, Simon. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Cal. How are we? Well, did, did any vibe we may have just manufactured in that last 30 seconds seems to have disappeared out the window. No, no, just... Just a quick one. I'm just, I'm concerned about something again. Huh? I'm concerned about New Year's Eve. Okay. Have I got to find some people to go out with, or are we on? Don't know yet. They've not, they've not matched my demands. Okay, big demands. Just decent bit, of, decent money for me and Kath. That's all. Right. Okay. Let's hope we have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Adamant, can we have a game? Um, no, I don't fancy it. I don't fancy it tonight. I don't fancy it tonight. Um, oh, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, we'll have this conversation off air, but you need to decide whether you're having or not. It's up to you. Yeah. It's up to you. Um, hey, um, I've got a story about cannibals. What? Let's just take this call quickly and then we'll do the story about cannibals. Good evening, Pablo. Oh, I do. How are you? Well, if you've been listening, you'll know. What, what? have you got? Well, Oh, well, well, cannibalism was uh, what I was going to talk about, but... Uh, then do it. Oh, yeah, um... I'm going to... Whatever uh, you've got on in the background, maybe... I don't know, I don't know, <laughs> call me old-fashioned, but maybe you could have the common courtesy to turn it off! No, I, I, there's nothing on in the background, I'm on a train. Okay, well, in that case, we'll let that but go. Don't turn that off. No, don't turn the train off. They get very annoyed if you try and turn the train off. I know. I've got a. It's basically a textbook. It's a history of cannibalism. 
a sex book about and, the history uh, of cannibalism. Weirdo. Well, it depends how you read it. Um, that's not me. That's a train. Uh, but yeah, it, it's but it, it it breaks cannibalism into four categories. Yeah. Whereas uh, one one is need, uh, as in like a starvation situation. The other is ritual. Uh, <laughs> in the case of um, like Maoan and uh, Aztec situation uh, people, um, one is uh, craven, which is like yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer's and people like that. Um, and uh, there's another one, but I forget it. <laughs> there's another one. Like, fair play, Pablo's about as bothered as we are tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it's, it's like uh, it's like uh, a lie. The whole kind of uh, was it Paraguayan uh, rugby team. Um, it was Paraguayan. It was from somewhere else. But uh, but yeah, they, they ended up doing cannibalism because they had to, yeah. and some people abstained because they had a religious issue with it, even though technically they were Catholic, so there's whole kind of body of Christ, etc. Um, but yeah, but apparently that's the way that they managed to convince everybody else to do it, is that if you were to eat the body of Christ in their communion, then what was the difference of eating the, the flesh of somebody who died to, to live? I, well, here's the, here's the problem with eating humans, and this is going to get unpleasant, guys. If you're not up for it, switch off now, right? Old sheep, mutton. Yes. Chewy, not very tasty. Mm. Got Cook it for a long time, you don't get a lot out of it, right? The best, the best sheep, Catherine? Lamb. Lamb. Old humans. Oh, God. Chewy. Oh. Takes a long time to cook it. The best... The most tenderest, I'm not saying we should, but the most tenderest human meat is, let's just say human lambs, because I don't want to even put, <laughs> I don't want to put the image in someone's head. Oh my God. But human oh, lambs yeah. would be very juicy, succulent and tender. That's all I'm saying. Are you that, um, that Swedish plant who turned up in that American town hall meeting? Uh, no. What is that? Oh, it was that, that thing, it was, it, somebody turned up and said, oh, the, the way to do proper extinction rebellion is to eat babies, we need to eat babies, and it was, it turned out it was a plant from a, like a right-wing organisation in America. Family. Okay. okay, all right, Pablo, thank you very much indeed. No, that's not, that wasn't me. It wasn't me, guys, I can safely say. Um, okay, let's find out, um, we're going to play a trailer for one of our colleagues, and whoever it is, is going to be the, um, next person to be chucked off of the building by Rupert Murdoch. Let's wow. find out. Sunday evenings with Giles Corrin. A star-crossed soapbox for sailor boys, oh. stable girls, oh, on the edge. and stripper grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Last in, first out. Seems very simple uh, to me. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call, guys. Stay with us. Tw Twenty eight minutes and this will be over. This this car crash that's happening in slow motion will be over. We can make it. We can make it if you really want, but you must try. Catherine's going to have a story for us that's going to enlighten. Oh, cannibals! Yeah, oh, we're in. Let's do it. Fascinating photograph. I play you some creepy music, but unfortunately the cable doesn't work. So I've imagine got, it. Yeah. Ima <laughs> Fascinating photographs of a reclusive man. 
Yeah. Mountain tribe who cook their dead ancestors' insides every day to help preserve them have been revealed. Well, hang on a minute. So they're not eating them? They're cooking them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> cannibals let's, is eating. Them's is Oliver's. Jamie Oliver's. Let, let's find out more. Well, no, you've just said it. They cook them to preserve them. Let's find out more. Well, and how, also, how many of their dead ancestors have they got that they they do it every single day? Well, I've got let a whiff me get of past, Let me get past sentence one and we might find out a little bit more, okay. don't you think? Yeah. The Danny people of Ballyem Valley. The, the Danny people. Is that rhyming slang? No. Who are Jack and Danny? That is rhyming slang. Yeah, well, I know it means Fanny, but who are Jack and Danny? Danny Dyer's boyfriend was Jack, wasn't he? But, but, no, but rhyming slang, this is a serious question. Rhyming slang, slang all comes from something. So Jack and Danny were real people. Well, you know what sweet FA means, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Go on. It was a murdered child. Yeah, sweet Fanny Adams. People think it means sweet F, F all. all. Um, and it's, it's sweet Fanny Adams. And, people, about and the say, soldiers used to call the nondescript meat that they would have sweet in FA, their rations. Sweet because the guy chopped that. up this kid. This is like 1908 or something. 198. Or some 1910, uh, 1908, something like that. Chopped this murderer, chopped up this kid, Fanny Adams, and chopped her into pieces. Yeah. And so then, yeah, the soldiers in World War One, I, I think maybe two, the, the, the crappy meat that they got, um, they would call it Sweet Fanny Adams. Yeah. But then it became, then it, it kind of turned into Sweet F all, yeah. as in F as in the, the F word, F U C, the F word, swear word. But it's so uh, Sweet Fanny Adams. Yeah. Because she was a sweet girl. She's a sweet girl. Sweet Fanny Adams. Sad, isn't it? Are we allowed? We allowed to? But it's sad, isn't it? Imagine what her parents must have thought. I know. When she bec- she passes into the lexicon of the country, but as that. Yeah, yeah. It's over a hundred years ago, so we can make jokes about it now, can't we? Why? Why should we be able to make jokes about it a hundred years ago? Two hundred years ago? Well, I guess, but that's still weird. Yeah. Why do we make jokes really? about any murder? Um. It's I, a way of coping with. I think sometimes it is. It's the way of neutralising a horrific thing That's for some people. You know, they talk about doctors having a dark sense of humour because no. what they deal with What's on this? a yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what? what they deal with on a daily doctors basis is horrific. A dark sense of humour. Not heard that. My friend Paul Lake, when we were at university, and there was we were doing drama, and a group of them set up um, like a theatre group, and they went to do a play in Devon and they're in like the, they've arrived at the workspace and there were posters up um Shakespeare um Chekhov black comedy and Paul said oh that's great that is that's great that's great they got a space to 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 do comedy and stuff he thought he meant black people this is twenty. This is this is twenty five years ago. Give the kid a break. He, he was, wasn't doing a joke. No, he's asked. Oh, it's great. It's great that they've we've got an out. You've got an outlet for that there because it's good. It keeps them off the streets. Wow. Black comedy. Yeah. He thought meant black people doing comedy. It's racist Britain, guys. It's racist Britain. Cannibals. Let's have a good old laugh at this. Two hundred and fifty year old mummified body of a former village chief and an elderly woman with stumps from where That's her fingers it. have been cut off are just some of the remarkable photographs shot by an Italian travel photographer. Oh, so hang on, hang on. Stop the music. This is about a travel photographer. It's not actually about cannibals. It's They're not even him. eating them. Well, I don't Reed know yet. Look, it doesn't look, does look well, though, does he? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I should have said that. That's brilliant. That is brilliant. 
They folded Grandad up. Yes, mate. And they've also, I mean, he don't look happy. Don't look happy. It's not a face of restful repose. Um, okay. Can you just scan the story and let us know if there's any actual cannibal action? <laughs> because if not, <laughs> I'm going to pull the plug. You promised oh, us... Oh, they prefer pig festivals for eat to eating humans now. No, well, yeah, so they have a nice hog roast instead of a nice nana roast. Oh, listen to this, though. Alongside mummification, the tribeswomen have their fingers removed every time she loses a close relative, as they believe it's symbolic and actually rep accurately symbolic. represents their grief. Just the women, though, eh? That makes sense. The men need their hands. Yeah. To chop off the women's fingers. <laughs> e ever more so when the women can't use theirs. All right, love, calm down, calm down. If you, you know what I'm saying. Listen, well, do, you don't have to have your fingers chopped off if you don't want to. But if you don't, you don't love me. You and don't this love marriage your deceased. Is over. You don't love your deceased you don't love, relative. You don't love your mum that died. Flipping heck, imagine. Um, I mean, if I was really hungry. Mm -hmm. Who would you eat out of me and Sam? Sam's very lean, isn't he? Sam's got not got any meat on him at all. He is younger, though. He is younger. So juicy. Mm. You're not juicy. No. Okay. Wizened. Sam, gonna have to eat you. No, I would. I would chop my own arm off and eat it. I don't think you can. What do you mean? You, well, there's no. Well, there's no rules. <laughs> Here's what you do, right? You get the arm and you want the forearm, okay? So you chop the arm off with an axe, solid Oof. blow, left Oof. arm, but you chop it off at the elbow, you right? You won't be able to get enough force with one hand. Oh, I've got plenty of force with this hand, right? You see, chop it off there. Then you get a lighter and you cauterize that so it seals up. It's going to hurt like hell, but oof, you know what I mean? But you're about to get a delicious ah, meal. Ah, I mean, I would drink all the vodka first. I mean, listen, I'm on a desert island, I'm dying, so I don't, I've not got a problem with drinking again, right? Uh, so Where are you getting drink, vodka from? Oh, this, we're washed up on a, uh, All a inclusive. Crate, crate of vodka. So I'm going to drink the vodka. Right, so I'm really drunk. Oh, let's go. I'm going to chop my, chop my arm off. Pour vodka over the arm. Oh. Drink more vodka. Cauterize the, the arm. The vodka is to clean it. Drink more vodka. Then I would cook the arm and I would eat it. What's the point now? Sorry? What's the point? Well, I'm hungry. Well, then when are you going to eat the next day? Well, the arm would last. A, Three or four days, five really? days. Okay, so on the, on the fifth day, Ian ate his. Okay, well then, if it continues, then I go the calf. Right. Now that's going to be tough. That's muscly. Chop just below the same thing. Drink the vodka. Chop just below the knee. Pour the vodka on. Drink the more vodka. Cauterize it. Cook the leg. Eat the leg. That's gonna. That's longer. Got long legs. I'm lanky. That's going to last you a week to ten. Right then. I'm really hoping I'm rescued by now. Well, you might not be. I'm really hoping I'm rescued. Uh, my left ass cheek. Why Why the left one? Because it's easiest to get with it. Because I'm doing everything I can with the right arm. And also, I tend to sit on my right, I tend to sit like this and lean on my right arm, I think. So, drink the vodka. Yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, you got to just, it's like, it's like the bacon thing. Yeah, the bacon the, slicer. The deli counter. Yeah. You've got to slice off the ass, 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 as much as you can take. And then, Pour the vodka on, you've got to cauterize That's your, a lot of vodka. It's a crate of it. Cauterize the arse cheek. And then, then nothing you, else, just vodka. What kind then, of... um, th but then it turns out, week three, when I've done that, then I find there's loads of food so I can make sandwiches. <laughs> using my arse cheek. <laughs> but nice bit of piccalilli, uh, a little bit of mustard. And you've lost weight. 
everybody's happy. Well, it's, it's the it's the it's the best diet I know. Are you gonna are you gonna butter your bread? My right arm. What? How hold are you gonna it hold it down? Hold it okay, stomp. I was gonna say. You've really thought of everything. <laughs> okay. Um, and it was quite gutting to find out there was all of that stuff, a load of food had washed up just around the corner. I wouldn't have got drunk, I would have gone and had a proper search before I started getting leathered. Uh, I... Okay. I'm chopping bits of my body off. Yeah. Yep. What would you chop off first, your boobs? No. They're important. For? Balance. Okay. Are they? Is that what they do for a woman? <laughs> yeah. Boobs balance I know, I know if I can get through a door, like a cat's whiskers. <laughs> okay, is that true? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I would chop your head off, and then I'd put two straws in, like they do in Trader Vic's, Trader Joe's. What's the place called with the cocktails? Trader Vic's. And I would dr I would slurp out of it like it's a, a big old melon yeah. or a coconut, and I uh, would drink the juices out. Well, that's nice. Thanks. Mix it with vodka. <laughs> Sam, you in? Bit of calf cocktail. God. That works for me. Someone call up, because I'm, I'm, um... Because he's already chopped my head off. Yeah. And his left Billy foot Billy says, cheek. that's like the short Stephen King story, Lady Fingers, where the fella is shipwrecked with a case of heroin. Oh, now, there's heroin involved, is there? Suddenly I'm in. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand, this is Talk Radio! After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses, and jet lagged antipodeans. G'day, Culvers. Can I crash on your floor? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Evening. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Good evening, Danny. Ah, you crazy guy. Hey, man, how's it going, then? It's Joe, Joe Pesky. I've, I've got a, I've found a flaw in your plan for your cutting off your limbs and eating them on your okay. dead island. go on. Right, like you, you're a manly man, you like me, you like your meat. Yes, sir. So, you, so let me get this right, you're going to cut your leg off. Arm first. You're going to, you're going to cut your arm off and then you're going to sear your stump. Yeah. Now, if like me, you get the slightest whiff of cooking meat, what you're going to do because you're going to be going, you're going to be salivating yeah, when, you're, when you're cauterizing your arm and you're going to end up eating your raw arm because you're so hungry or you're not going to cook it properly and then you're going to get worms and die. Um, okay, well, now that you've warned me of that, I will make sure that doesn't happen. Thank you. Yes, if I had not been, if I, I will heed your warning is what I'm saying to you. If I had not <laughs> been warned, I wouldn't, I would have done that, but I'm heeding it, Danny. I'm heeding. Have you thought, you thought maybe you could just bring a packed lunch with you? Um, well, maybe. I think the thing we can all learn, if there's any, if, if anybody, if there is any way you can hide food inside your body, that if you could secrete it up an orifice, up your orifice. Um, pepperami, then. Pepperami, um, French stick, um, Ooh, cheese, <laughs> cheese, you know, you could hide some cheese. Um, or if, if you get spreadable cheese on the, the baguette, then it will, it will fit in easier. Yeah, but you could store extra cheese elsewhere. Got, you know, men have a natural, oh. you know, there's lots of places. So what I'm, yes, oh. what I will be doing when I go I home is I'm going to be loading my body up with uh, long, thin food. Just in case. Yeah, hot dogs. You, you, you could have shoes made of ham. You yeah, first. you could have shoes made of ham and um, socks made of lettuce. Oh, or you could ask Richard Herring and have an armpit that dispenses salad cream. I don't Mayo. know what that means, Danny, but I'm, I, I'm, I will ask Richard Herring about that, and uh, I'm going to give him your phone number, and he's going to come, and he's going to kill you. Um, well, we lost that. Where did that caller go? Can we get Michael back? I was just about to go to Michael, and um, he disappeared, which is a real, uh, it's a real shame. Remember the gold toilet man? 
Um, yeah, because you, yeah. Because I didn't believe that it was really nicked and then apparently yeah. it was. and then but, you have to apologise. What happened with that? Anyway, um, he's done it's another an ongoing, one. It's an ongoing case, Catherine, okay. and we can't talk about exactly. it. Exactly, so what happened with that? We will find out in well, the we can't talk about in it. due process. Yeah, due um, process indeed is the, will the be system followed. of the law. It sold country, for... Actually, I mean, I'm a big fan of, actually, so... $120,000, yep. his latest work. Yep. Oh, is it the banana stuck again? Is that him? The banana that's duct taped to the wall? Yes. So, and it's sold? Yes. To a performance artist, David Detuna who posted videos online showing himself peeling from the fruit from the wall and consuming it in front of scores of onlookers at the Art Basel Miami Beach exhibition on Saturday. That's just stupid. I saw a picture of that. That's just stupid. Entitled Hungry Artist, he described eating the banana as an art performance and said mm. the comedian installation by Italian artist Maurizio Catalan was very delicious. So Maurizio Catalan is the... the well, that's a lie. Bananas are not delicious. The man from the gold toilet. Yeah. I love his artwork and I really love this installation. It's very delicious, he wrote on Instagram alongside three videos of his quote-unquote performance, as if they're doubting it. Mm. Already fairly ripe when it went up for sale, the original banana was never going to last long. But fortunately for the buyer, the work was apparently sold with a certificate of authenticity, with owners allowed to replace the focal fruit as and when needed. Mm -hmm. Gosh. However, police were reportedly later sent out to guard the artwork once the banana was replaced. It was one of three editions of the work, with two selling for around $120,000 earlier this week, and the price of the third reportedly being raised to $150,000. Gallery owner Emmanuel Perrotin, who has worked with Catalan for more than 25 years, dismissed the idea that the artwork is a joke following its sale, telling Artnet that every aspect was very carefully considered, from the shape of the fruit to the angle it's been fixed with duct tape to the wall and to its placement. And the original banana being eaten in no way diminishes the integrity, the Miami Herald quoted Lucien Terras, a, a director of the Museum Re uh, Relations for Gallery Perrotin, is saying. He did not destroy the artwork. The banana is the idea, Terras said. Yeah, I get, I get that. I understand that, but that's a, that's a crap one. That's a crap one. It's that conceptual art. Do you remember when we went to, where, which, which, um, art gallery was it where we were looking at a blue shower? Oh, that was, uh, the one over the, uh, river, wasn't it? Yeah. Also, Yoko Ono did that with, with an apple, didn't she? Years ago. She did something with, with did an she? apple. Yeah. Or a grapefruit. The book, the grapefruit is the book. She did something with an apple. Well, go and paint a picture. I like my conceptual art. I like my performance art. I like all of that, but... I like the brass neck of it. Mm. Mm -mm. I don't know who buys it. That was... I you don't buy, buy an idea. I, the, the art there is was not sold for $120,000. The art there was the whole, we are talking about it. The, yeah. this, that's the art, is that we are talking about banana. I've seen the picture of it so many times. That, um, that's the art. Is that someone had the balls to do it? That's art. Then someone who was in on it ate it. That's art. We're talking about it. Yeah. That's art. That's it. Yeah, art is in the skill. Yeah. What? Well, art. It, the old-fashioned use of the word art would be, you know, a skill or mm. artfulness. You know, that kind of thing. So the skill is in getting you to feel something do you about it. The shop. But is it art? No. It might have been a southern thing. They were sort of similar to Athena. All right. But is it art? What was it though? Don't know. They never answered the question. Um, it was, it, but they had pictures of you know naked black men holding white babies and okay. you know, that was yeah that was the, that was what the eighties were. Sam, uh, the eighties and nineties. That's what I used to spend. I, I used to spend quite a lot of money in those places. Yeah, 
What, did you have any of those posters? I... No, I didn't. I, yeah, I, Brian, I, Brian you, what have you been on? Oh, no, I, I was going to suggest something. I'm a little bit disappointed in about this desert island malarkey because you've been on the survival um, program. Yep, yeah? I have. Yep. What you could do, right, is get tough I'm not being rude here because you always take Kath's tights off and use her tights as a uh, fish net to get fish. Why would I be wearing tights on a desert island? Why would I be travelling with Kath to a desert island? <laughs> and I don't like, well, neither of us like fish, so... I do. I, I, I just thought it would be a bit cruel to cut Kath's head off. You could use Kath as a blanket if you're cold, if you're, you know, if you're on an island cold at night time. I would skin... Catherine, of course, the best place to skin someone is their pinky. You you kind of make a hole in their pinky and then you peel the skin off. If you do it well, if you do it well, you can do it in in one go. And then I've got your skin, and of course, skin once oh. stretched out and dried. Uh, the average I... human, you're slightly smaller, so you so an average human skin will cover one mm-hmm. square mile. So yours probably covers about half a square mile, mm-hmm. and you can use that to build. This is absolutely all true. Yeah. Brian will back me up on this. You can uh, use it to build I'm, a shelter. Yeah. Please be quiet, Brian. Back me up in a minute when I tell you. You can use it to okay. build a shelter, to um, build clothes, to build blankets, to build toys, to build balloons. I'm correct, aren't I, Brian? Absolutely, but Toys. you just brought something back to my attention which I forgot about. This, this is a true story which is quite scary. I'm going to mention this to you in a minute before I go. Do it now. Well, well, well what are okay. you going to say? Have you got anything to say before that? No, no, this, this is, when you mentioned about skin there, I'll just remember, uh, this is true, the, the, when the Vikings invaded the, you know, this country back in the day, they used to get religious men like priests and they used to skin them, yep. take all the skin off them. That's a true story, I heard that. The Vikings used to skin people, you know, and roll the skin up into, like, rolls. And what would they do with it? I don't know, they just used to skin human beings, like, uh, people who are religious They'd turn men into, or, like, old-fashioned you know, fleshlights. Oh, my God. But th- that's true, if you look it up on, um, Wikipedia about the Vikings skinning people, they did do, Brian, they did Brian, do that. Uh, and oh, does that make you horny telling us? Well, scary. It's, I just thought I'd bring it to your attention. Thank you very much indeed. Bring it to my attention. It's a bit late. We can't stop them now, can we? Bringing it to our attention, Brian. The old Vikings. They were actually a lot more civilised than they were painted. I've, I've watched horrible histories. We made it. Just. We made it. Just. Uh, how are you feeling, Catherine? Because you were witness to a very big argument and you kept very quiet. How you? I'm not asked you how you feel. How do you feel, my friend? Um, I am worried and unsettled mm. and disappointed, but I have hope that there's something we've not thought about that's going to happen. That's why we need you, dear listener. If every one of you <laughs> sent us just £10,000 each, we'd have £30,000. <laughs> Look, you know, we've had tough times before and something's always popped up. Let's hope that something pops up this time. By the way, I've got to say, a couple of people uh, who tweet talk radio, I see those tweets on this on the computer here, but I can then block you for 24 hours from appearing on the, the studio feed. So thank you. <laughs> Thanks for making yourselves known so I can um, I can block you. Uh, I, 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 I don't want to, you know, I, I, I hope we've got a few minutes left. And I hope 
um, I don't want the, the I don't want the the dying embers of this to be us wanging on about how miserable it is and how tough our life is and how uh, well, listen we've been doing this show for nearly four years we know how tough your lives are a lot of your lives are you've been very kind in that you have shared it uh, with us and um, some of you we've been able to help out directly by actually doing things um, and I know from the emails and the tweets that we get that we've helped a significant number of you indirectly um, very simply just by stuff that you've heard us say or you know, the fact that you know you, you, you just like listening to us and you can forget what's going on in your world for a few hours a night or, or, or maybe we've suggested something practical to, to, to someone and you've gone oh that might work uh, for me so uh, and that is our pleasure that is our pleasure that's what we're going to take away from this experience that is our pleasure but what I, I, I'm really trying really hard to not make the last few months whatever it is just be us wanging on about how unlucky we are and how miserable we are and I'm really sorry if tonight's show has been a bit like that um, it has, it's been a, such a weird day. I'm not quite sure at this precise moment in time, at five minutes to one on a Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, how the hell I'm going to turn stuff around for tomorrow night. But we will make it our mission to make tomorrow night's show um, as upbeat, as fun as it can be. We're going to come in with stories. We're going to come in with laughs. Not in Thursday, not in Friday. We're taking a night off next week because we're going to go and see Ronnie Spector. We're going to go see Ronnie Spector next yeah. week. Yeah. That is going to be wicked. I'll chase that up. Um, and then we're off for two weeks. New Year's Eve, it's looking more likely than it was uh, six hours ago. But it's not definite. It's not definite. I need to speak to my I need to speak to my buddy over there about what my buddy wants. My buddy wants to do it. We're going to do it. And my buddy ain't happy. And can shove it up there, Jaxie. Speaking of Jaxies. Uh... Hey, Daryl. Always on cue. Always on cue. How are we? Are oh, tired? Yeah. Hey. Really crappy show tonight. No, you know what? Sometimes you've got to. Um, sometimes the radio is therapy, isn't it? Right. Yeah. I find. Yeah. Um, certainly in my life, anyway. You know, I found that it's a great release, a great source of uh, of being mindful, of being able to say what you need to say sometimes. And I think that I think that's important. I think people appreciate that. I think the great thing about you guys is that you you wear your heart on on your sleeve. You, you say what you think. You, you share every experience with a listener. That's what radio's about, right? I don't think there's any I harm think in that. So. I think maybe, t- you know, I'm sure you, you, you heard what happened earlier on in the office, and it's had a negative impact on me, which then has a negative impact on the show. But I want to say hello to our friend Amy. Amy, we've only got minutes left. I know, and I'm, I've only been able to just tune in, and I just wanted to say... Um, this show's been incredible. You two are incredible. You have helped so many people. And honestly, something bigger better is going to come your way. I just know. I've got to cut you off. Bye. We never give Daryl enough time, and I want to hear too much time. I like that shirt, by the way. Thank you. I'm doing the TV in the morning, so I thought I'd uh, thought I'd look smart. What you 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 thought I'd put a shirt on? I think this is Top Man, actually. Oh, Top Man, don't think he's too short on the arms. You're a thin man, and you've got normal sized arms. I've got monkey arms. But increasingly, I feel like my arms are growing as I get longer. Is that a thing? Does that happen? Do you think? I think your earlobes carry on growing. They do, don't they? Old men's ears are the most fascinating. They are, aren't they? Thing in medical science. What? on your 5805 what is on your show tonight please uh lots of stuff coming up uh this morning we are eve of poll now as it stands by the way Ooh, well, that's something that you guys are really excited about yeah. Ooh. 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 
Um, we're gonna get, we're gonna ask whether or not, uh, voting should be compulsory. We're gonna talk about that in a little bit, which is quite interesting. Uh, also, apparently there is a shortage of Santas in the world. I don't wanna panic you guys. Uh, but it, it turns out that Santa's helpers, uh, who we rely on to fill the middle bits of shopping malls, um, are, at a, at a, at a loss, so we're, we're, we've not got enough of them, uh, apparently. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try and find out uh, more about that. We're also going to be in Sydney to talk about air pollution, uh, some showbiz bits as well. We were hoping to speak to also the guy from the Dull Men's Club. Do you know, do you know what the Dull Men's Club is? Have you heard of the Dull Men's Club? Uh, no, I don't think I have heard of that. You can nominate I've, some members. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard of the boring <laughs> lectures, the boring... Yeah, that's boring a, like a festival of boring, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So it's a kind of a similar thing where they, uh, where it's a group of really boring men who get together. One of them, for example, uh, he likes to fill in, uh, and he has done since 1984, every time that he's mowed the lawn. <laughs> since 1984, <laughs> he's got a book, he's got an actual book, <laughs> where he oh, monitors God. all of these things. Uh, and a guy that takes pictures of, like, uh, of grids, somebody who tracks phone boxes and that kind of thing, somebody who's, who's, uh, who's got a collection of bricks, but it's selling them off. So if you're in the market for a, a massive collection, unnecessary collection of bricks. Coming up next, this is Talk Radio. <laughs> Across the UK, online and on DAV. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 